Hello and good evening, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boom and Friends. And of course, yes, I have brought the boys back from PPG, but we are not alone, folks. We have a guest. He's that crazy uncle that has a key to the back door that comes in whenever he wants. And we love when he arrives because he always brings the knowledge. OBM, welcome back, brother. Welcome. Well, thanks for having me. Happy Monday, everybody. Uh, hopefully everybody had a great weekend. Uh, looks like we got a couple of things to talk about. So I'm uh, excited to be here with you guys like usual. Yeah, we, we, it is great to have you a part of the uh, program, as always, obviously on loan from Xbox era, both John and Nick, good friends of mine, good friends of yours, good friends of this entire community. And man, you guys continue to roll through the sub count uh, before you know what you guys are going to be at 25K. And uh, I'm happy to see it because it proves that the good guys can, in fact, win. And that, in fact, is what you have been doing over there at Xbox Era. But we're going to get into some really monster topics today, folks. Street Fighter VI announced, uh, officially announced by Capcom. And the hubbub is whether or not we're going to see another game money hadded by the dreaded play PlayStation Nation. Uh, we're going to talk into that. And, and we're going to see whether or not, uh, you know, we... We agree with it, folks. You, on the screen, you're going to see two plus hours, uh, or at least the first two plus hours of Horizon Forbidden West. Everyone here, I believe, has played it. I almost almost was late to the show because <laughs> I couldn't stop playing it. And listen, it's it's gorgeous. It is a gorgeous looking game. Uh, it is a, an amazing story. Uh, the growth of hate of uh, of Aloy as a character has really as resonates with me personally because I really appreciate the strong female lead and from where she was to where she is now there is a distinct change in the character and I absolutely love it. Um, I apologize for this footage being a little darker than I would have liked. I, I added a filter to make it lighter. This is directly uh, uh, taken from the PlayStation 5. For some reason, their DVR, like the Xbox, it gets a little darkened. Now, the, now the Xbox one is much worse. It's called Spade to Spade. But I think you're going to enjoy the footage nonetheless. There are no spoilers here. It's, it's the first two hours. But let's continue with the introductions. And I have a very special message uh, announcement, I should say. And we're going to get to that momentarily. Let's start first with, of course, Kay Asante. Kay Asante, brother, you are here. You're not feeling well. The little ones brought home the worst cooties in the world. And it just <laughs> took down the entire household. But you're here. Barry White voice and all. Welcome. Oh, good, good evening. Ninja. Oh, my oh, God. I'm taking off the doors that. right now. Here we go. It's not, it's not that Whoa. bad. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> Evening, evening, evening. Yes, the kids brought home the cooties, and, and so you know, unfortunately, I, I have been, I have been uh, caught by it. And those out there are already starting to, to speculate. It is not the Rona. No, he started coughing and sneezing before, before that thing showed up. So calm down. But no, uh, I, I miss podcasting. I, I, I obviously could not, did not do my show this week because of various uh, issues with with the uh, health. So I figured, you know what, I'll just keep the mute mute handy so that you guys can't hear me <laughs> coughing all the time but i'm here and there's some awesome topics to discuss so i'm excited 
Yeah, dude, it's it's great to have you back. I, I missed Saturday, brother. I tuned in and I'm like, man, this is he must have. I I knew immediately after talk because we talk. If you don't know, we talk on the phone almost every day. And I obviously had, was made a, a privy to, you know, the, the kids and the wife not feeling one. I'm like, yeah, I th- he's going to probably get it because those kid cooties are the strongest and most devastating of them all. Oh, boy. And here and here we had him miss his own show. But we'll get you back next week and we're looking forward to it. So thank you. Wandering Dutch, brother. Uh, we got to talk in the back end of the program because you, you, you sent a DM to me that uh, you're, you're, we're going to be doing something very important uh, coming up with, with the Indie Showcase once again. I'm so proud to have been not only a part of the first one that you asked me to return, and I cannot wait to uh, record my footage on it. Welcome to the program, brother. And, of course, your show is back this Wednesday. It is. It is, yeah. I'm I'm really glad to be back again this week. We had a, a well-deserved week off. Thankfully, nothing dramatic happened in that week. Um, but there was news that did build up over the week. Then we've had the release of new games. And of course, this week coming up, we've got the uh, introduction of our newest panel member, BitCloud, um, to add that uh, PlayStation flavor to the to the group. Um, that's a great. So. That's a great get. Obviously, I work with him on mm-hmm. sat- on on Friday mornings, and he is very knowledgeable, very yeah. respectful, and a, a huge mm-hmm. asset to the team. It's the same ethos as well that we work by. To be honest, it's 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 staying away from the fanboy stuff. Um, yes. the way he works, the what he aims for, and everything. It it just makes sense um kind of the same way we operate so it's it's great and obviously the, his his knowledge and his understanding and um his more playstation centric views are exactly what we need but uh yeah aside from that boom again really happy to start working on on the community indie showcase again yes. um this is going to be much bigger and better than it was last year um which is why i'm starting it like two months early as opposed to last time when i put it all together in two weeks so, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's going to be awesome. We've got a whole host of awesome creators involved, including yourself. Um, so I am looking forward to getting that down. Yeah, yeah, and I look for, and again, I, I'm honored to be a part of it. I, I think what you're doing is incredible. The indie community, uh, we have a, we've had the pleasure of, of meeting and talking to several of the uh, of the of, of that community. Uh, one of which I know is Joe from Song of Iron. Uh, and hopefully we'll get him back in on that as well. Uh, we don't know what he's doing. I haven't talked to Joe uh, since before the holiday. I got to reach out to him and find out what he's been up to because I know that uh, he obviously was uh, had uh, Song of Iron set for a trilogy. So I would imagine that after he took a break and a breather, um, he's uh, he's probably uh, back hard at work at that. Uh, but listen, last and no way least, the loudest one of the bunch, the one that potentially will cause an avalanche in Canada, the Mag. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah. How you feeling? I am doing great, guys. Uh, well, uh, OBM, well, welcome to the show, of course, and uh, and of course, uh, Duchess Sante. Uh, you guys, welcome to the show as well. Everybody else, chat. You guys are awesome for being here tonight, guys. We got a lot of things to talk about. We got some fun things to talk about. Some not so fun things to talk about. And uh, mm. hey, let's get right into the show, man. I'm I'm ready. I'm chomping at the bit here. Yes, yeah, I, I saw my as well. Uh, but I want to reach out. I want to say a big thank you to two super chats immediately. Aaron uh, JF94 with the outstanding two dollars super chat. He said, I had way, way, way too much pop in in Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, it's it's egregious. Um, and we're going to get into it. Listen, uh, it's, it's my game of the year so far. I know there's going to be people that question that. And listen, opinions, folks, everyone's allowed to have theirs. I'm loving it. But I'm not going to shy away from the criticism that it uh, that it deserves. As you can see, I, I nearly 
died from there's a lot of uh near deaths you're going to see in here as a matter of fact i even might get clipped by someone to suggest that i don't know how to play games anymore because the hit boxes on where you grab there is something wrong because you're going to see in the footage that i miss a jump seven eight nine ten times and i'm like okay either one or two things have happened i have officially become the old man that's trying to play new games and i should stay away from that or something's wrong. And I think it's something wrong because obviously I love Horizon. But the second super chat comes in from our good friend Drawn TJ, who drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, Why is Horizon so broken? Or is the PlayStation 5 or or is the PS5? Can PlayStation get their heads straight? I mean, there's it's it's gonna be a lengthy conversation. Again, it it's not a deal breaker for me, folks. I am in love with Aloy as a character and I love the franchise. And I I've defended even when people were dumping on this in the first one, like, hey, you know, the big the big joke of it, you had to go find someone's leg because it was missing. Okay, maybe not every you know mission from the first one was great, but the side missions now, man, they're really, really, really good. And listen, we're going to get into that on the second half of the show. We're going to be talking Street Fighter 6 and whether or not Sony might have money had at this game. We're going to say we're going to we're going to bring bring forth the evidence, bring our opinions, you know, and uh, talk about it. But before we get into the actual show, folks, um, obviously, one of the things that I did differently on the channel was bring X Vlog, which is the weekly VOD uh, uh, you know, content that a lot of people were enjoying. And uh, oh, here we go. Everborn Saga. Everborn, we're going to get your introduction in just one second, brother. Let me just uh, make my small announcement. Well, I'm happy to say that uh, what I've learned as, uh, as I've put these videos, VODs on, is that people like Colt Eastwood, who, which by the way, is not going to have a show tonight because unfortunately Colt, I just found out from um, KSI, he's got he's got Rona, which is uh, oh. very very sad. Uh, of course, so we want to wish Colt a very speedy recovery. Uh, you know, when Colt does his uh, content right along with Dealer, right along with Rand, th- these are you know right along with Boxenberger because Boxenberger puts in the work as well. The the back end work that you never see is ridiculous. And you know, you as as a content creator, you you must learn where your limitations lie. And for me, I'm not a video production dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 working on a pre-built PC, and even though it's very powerful and it does what I need for the channel, I'm just I'm just not a video guy. So what I have decided to do, folks, is bring back the fourth live show per week. That's right. I have I have officially changed the name. It is X X Vlog Live. Um, right now, the new new logo is being designed by Ben Kenobi of Twitter, the very talented artist. The uh, intro is not going to change because it still has X Vlog with Mr. Boomstick XL, but it's going to be a sixty minute show from twelve to one on Thursday afternoons, uh, twelve p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Me one-on-one with some of the industry's toughest and finest. And my first guest this week, folks, is going to be Windows Central's Jez Corden. That's right. Jez Corden is going to be joining me for the first episode of X-Vlog Live this Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. A show all about mayonnaise. Well, hopefully it's not. It's not about and shrimp. And, 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 and potentially shrimp. So we're gonna we're gonna we're, 
I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm con I'm I'm looking to round up one guest per week. Um, I'm trying to get some of the industry's biggest. Uh, I'm, I'm, Grub, if you're listening, you're next. Uh, I want Grub on there. There's a few other people I want to have on this. We can just have a nice sit down, two guys hanging out. Even some 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 of the uh, the girl gamers that people have been asking Double Barrel to try and bring into the conversation. I'm going to reach out to several of the community's absolute finest female gamers and see if we can get some one-on-one -on -one conversations. So look forward to other announcements, but that's the big announcement of the day. The fourth live show is returning to Double Barrel Gaming, and that means you're going to have live shows Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Uh, and I hope that you guys and gals uh, tune in for the first guest being Jez Corden of Windows Central. Maybe he can drop a thing or two, and I'm writing that show as we speak. But let's get into what we're here to talk about folks and that is that capcom dropped a megaton that street fighter 6 would uh is going to be releasing they didn't have a release date for it but they said that this june or this summer we would get more information i would imagine that there's going to be some sort of an event whether that be a sony event or a microsoft event or even a capcom event but we will get some new information now uh i talked to everborn privately i talked to Kaysante on this they have their opinions i have mine and hmm. obviously one of the most suspicious aspects of the announcement was no actual platform so a lot of people in the community started to believe that this was another sony money had it game and if it turns out to be folks i'm gonna be honest with you I am not going to like it, and here is why. Um, I, after not using a DualSense for quite some time, uh, being, you know, because obviously there wasn't anything to play on the PlayStation 5. I really, I mean, there has been a few things. I didn't buy Sifu. All right, I'll, I'll get it eventually. But I waited to Horizon, and I, and, and I like the DualSense. It's, it's, it's weighty. It, it, you know, I'm not a big fan of the sound coming through. I'm not a big fan of the battery dying, that I have to keep a wire next to it to plug it in. But I've realized that it is not as great as I once thought it was using the Xbox Series X controller, which I believe is the most dominant and, and perfect controller in the, in the realm. Um, but I don't want to play Street Fighter VI on a, on a PS5. Now, if I have to, well, I, I'm going to have to because I'm a Street Fighter dude. I've been a Street Fighter guy since way back in the Super NES days. When my brother, Neo Mental, and I, he used Blanca, I used E Honda, and we used to, man, for hours and hours and hours, just battle back and forth, and he would one-up me, and I would one-up him, and he, he would electrocute me, and I'd 100 hand slap him. It was, it was what brothers did, and I loved it, and it was important to us as kids, and Street Fighter holds a very, very special place in my heart. Um, and I, as great as Street Fighter V looked on um on the on the on the playstation 4 i hated the controller hated the controller uh and i don't want i i'm, I'm hoping that's not in fact the case but everborn i know you're the last one here but we're gonna go to you first because we had a big conversation and we're gonna bring k in on on it street fighter 6 do it, it is it one of those titles that sony does what sony does and money hack this game to lock it behind the playstation 5 um, I'm going to say potentially. Okay. However, I put out a tweet that people uh, greatly misinterpreted earlier today. <laughs> As they do. Where I, where I said, absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. 
always, right? Or not always. I love right? it. So the Put thing your is, hat on. The, 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 the thing is, I don't know why just because they didn't show supported platforms, does that automatically mean that it's definitely not coming to Xbox, right? I get that Street Fighter V didn't come to Xbox, but that was under different circumstances. It was a different Capcom. And by and large, my Capcom doesn't really leave uh, Xbox yeah. gamers out when they when they make these deals, right? Resident Evil was always day and date. Uh, these other games, they have a new game. What is it, Pragmata? Or maybe it's not Pragmata, but they have some other game coming out. That's also going to be multi-plat. Yeah. Devil May Cry, all these things. It's not really a thing that Capcom uh, has done. I mean, and when they have done it, they've done it mostly for Xbox, right? Yes. Um, but... You know, Street Fighter V was a different scenario because uh, Capcom was in dire financial straits and Michael, Microsoft, I almost said Michael Jackson, I don't know why, uh, <laughs> uh, but Microsoft was not in a position to where they were green lighting, uh, money hiding things at that time, right? So they let that one slip by them. But Sony mostly funded Street Fighter V, so it was exclusive. Now, does that automatically mean that in perpetuity, Sony has first look rights on Street Fighter, I highly doubt that. So I'm not saying it is coming to Xbox, but I'm saying if it was only PlayStation, I think I could be wrong, they would have said it, right? They would have said it now, but they didn't say that. And perhaps Capcom is saying, hey, yesterday's price is not today's price. Do you really want to have your, your X filled? Do you want to have your gamers miss out on Street Fighter uh, again for a whole, for a whole nother generation? And maybe now is the time the checkbook has to get open. And whether that's fair or not, it's not show friends, it's show business. I just do not, I fundamentally don't agree that just because they didn't show what platform it was on, that that automatically means it's a PlayStation exclusive. And I would also like to enter into evidence, Your Honor, <laughs> that great. I love uh, it. TMNT Shredder's himself. Revenge did yeah. not tell us what consoles it would be on at launch all we knew was the switch turns out day and date it's gonna be everywhere might yeah. even come to game pass who the hell knows but it is coming everywhere and they didn't tell you that day one once they say it is um going to definitely be released only on playstation and pc then we can have this conversation before then we're just speculating and if we're in speculation town i say it's coming to xbox since none of us really know that's the square I'm standing on, and I will I will happily make available the Negro Domus Paul Mooney meme when I am proven right. <laughs> if it wasn't sitting with the back of my chair, I would have fell out of it just now with that comment. Listen, I mean, listen, I, you, you're you're onto something. I I think that there it's certainly a conversation to be had that just because they didn't say doesn't necessarily make it one way or the other, but it's a conversation that I think we've seen is, 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 is the hotness as the kids are saying. Um, and uh, real quick, drawing TJ drops an additional five hours super chances, or maybe someone bought Capcom. Well, I mean, it could be Sony, but I, I, I don't think that's who Sony is targeting, to be honest with you. It'd be a big get. And I think, you know, I mean, Resident Evil and, you know, some of their games like Animusha and Dino Crisis all equate uh, PlayStation because that's where they all started. Right. Like, uh, you know, we're still waiting on a new Animusha. We're still waiting on a, um, on a Dino Crisis. So if that showed up as an exclusive, 
I mean, I, I, I don't know if I would be crying. I would be like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to buy it on a PlayStation because those are two of my favorite franchises. But we'll we'll see. Can, what, I, can I just add? Can I add one more point? Right. Please. Like, let's say it is. It does turn out to be a PlayStation exclusive. I would say tread lightly. Right now, and that's not a threat. Maybe it is, but. Um, <laughs> The thing is, you know, Sony, uh, they got the Deathloop uh, timed exclusivity, right? Yes. And then they got the Ghostwire timed exclusivity. And then third time's the charm, they were working on Starfield. And how did that turn out? (laughs) So if you keep locking Microsoft out of content that their players Uh, are going to want, be careful. And I don't want it. I don't want any tears later. That's the one plus one equals place Xbox goes and buys them. (laughs) Right. No, listen, all I'm saying is I don't want if 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 this turns out to be the case and Phil says, look, we can't keep getting locked out of fighting games and we don't want to lose Resident Evil because we have a lot of fans there that that like that and Devil May Cry and all of that. And they say, look, hey, uh, when you wake up in the morning to that Monday morning Phil Spencer tweet, don't start crying. <laughs> right, the the um, Monday mornings of terror is when Phil comes out and says for the watch. Yeah, so it happened with Activision. It happened with Bethesda. Any give any given Monday, it oh could go down. God, so so it. keep locking them out of content to your own peril. That's you know, all I, that's all I gotta say. Well, listen, uh, yo, KS not that I would to bring you in on the conversation, but before I do, real quick, Hammond, I'm gonna throw it up on the screen for everyone to see. Makes a great mm-hmm. point. He says the Street Fighter brand needs to be available for as much for for as many well as much people as possible. Mortal Kombat numbers prove it. And I think he's on to something because if anything, you know, locking out the Xbox brand uh, proved to be disastrous for Street Fighter V. Now, granted, they're at five point, I believe, five point five million sold, and it's considered one of the high ends. Yeah. But we also have to take into account, Kay, that this was given away for free. Um, and um, you know, so the, and so the game those also numbers, didn't start out great. You know, the game yeah, the numbers, yeah, really the, the numbers yeah. were. It was it it was when it launched. The worst launched Street Fighter in the history of the franchise. That's not a, that's not an opinion, folks. That is that is an absolute fact. I'm not saying that would happen again, but like uh, b- both Everborn and Kaysante talked about, fighting games are still considered niche, mm-hmm. and I think that this is a game that you're going to want and as many people as you can to play. And both companies have fighting game um, eSport events that they're going to want to potentially use this game for. Obviously, Microsoft last year bought Smash GG, one of the smaller ones for sure. And the bigger one came at, was it MLG? Is that what Mm -hmm. it was? Uh, Sony yeah. heavily into MLG, which makes no, no. Um, um, Sony bought Evo, Evo. and now okay, with, with the Activision was. Blizzard deal, okay. Microsoft has MLG. M- okay, so that's hey, how. Hey, it just okay. one other thing in the chat that uh, Red Hood is pointing out, and I pointed this out to you earlier. Um, Kay, look, let's not pretend like the relationship that Microsoft has with Capcom is not the same relationship that Microsoft has with Square, right? The, that whole Street Fighter collection or or Capcom Fighter collection is coming to Xbox. They announced that today. Yes, right. So which I just pre-ordered it. PS, by the way, because right. I, yes. I, I, and and I and the last thing I will add because I and I ta- and I talked to you about this earlier. Boom is, mm-hmm. you know, um, I don't 
you know, I don't want to hear anything about, you know, this is this is good for business and this it it's right. It is. It it's not it's not it's not show friends, it's show business. But I do want to uh speak to, and I don't know if we're gonna speak to this later, so I'll say it now. Too often the Xbox gamer is looked over when one of these deals happen. And I and I do find it interesting and I find it funny that they'll tell you to just go and buy a PlayStation if you want to play Spider-Man and and um and and Street Fighter 5 and uh Final Fantasy and all those things. But Xbox buys a publisher and now everybody's like, "Oh my god, how can you take things away from gamers? Don't uh, it, be it cool is, and don't be And yeah. so if you're an Xbox gamer, you're just supposed to you're just supposed to accept it. You're just supposed to lie down and say, "Hey, games get taken away from us because because f us, we're nobody, right? Right? Yeah. Uh, and I and I don't think that that's fair. So uh, and it's not supposed to be fair. So when Microsoft buys a publisher, don't don't cry about it. If you yes. if you think that this is just standard operating business, it's cool to take franchises away from gamers. Then don't get mad when a whole publisher gets bought. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, uh, you know, again, I, I don't want to reiterate and kind of throw us off the, the 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 trail over here, but you do bring up an inc incredible point. There, there is uh, there is an industry and community double standard. That is a fact. Again, not not an opinion, folks. An absolute fact that when Microsoft does something bad, when Sony does something greatest move in the history of moves, when Microsoft buys a publisher, this is terrible. Someone call the president. I'm going to dial up the red phone right now. And when Sony does it, let's pat them on the ass. That's a fact. That, that, is, that, that, that is both in this community and that's also in the journalism that we've seen more times than not. Not everyone's like that, but a good portion of them are. And again, great point, great fact. But Kay, I want to get your opinion on this because you seem to think a little different. And I want to get your opinion on that. Street Fighter Six potentially again you said it to me earlier would i be surprised the answer is uh -huh. no would i be happy the answer is for me no but please continue on your point mm. no so so for me for me right uh um do i think it will be exclusive to, to playstation like everborn saga there's a possibility in that in my humble opinion there's a possibility and the reason why that is is because even though context matters, right? Even though the last time they, they became exclusive, it was because the company basically was under duress, right? They, they needed to be bailed out and PlayStation bailed them out. And that was one of the stipulations of being bailed out, right? Once you've gotten that money in your hands and it has helped you buoy your, your, your uh, uh, project, moving forward, not having that money becomes a bit, it, it, is, it is the consumer way. It is the, the, the way of all things, right? When you have that cash, that cash becomes part of the plan. And when you no longer have that cash, it becomes a detriment to your plan, even though you didn't have it in the first place until somebody helped you out, right? So I'm not saying that automatically that means they will always take cash, but that is a factor in the equation, in my humble opinion. Now, I don't have a dog in the fight. Could it be exclusive? It could very well be exclusive. My question is, Hasn't all the Xbox folk who love this franchise already dried their tears already? They did this to you many years ago, right? Where even though it started out not that great, we'll be honest, you know, eventually Street Fighter V hit its stride and it never, ever came to Xbox. 
Is that cool? It still cuts deep. Calm calm down, man. (laughs) Is that cool? Of course not. But it has happened already. Your tears are dry. Mm. They're they're dry, right? So if a new one is coming around and it's not blatant in the in 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 its exclamation of oh yeah, this time this time it's coming to Xbox, assume it might not be. And if it's not, everyone, I see you opening your mouth. Calm down. If it's not, I'm just saying I had a good it's not, cry right before I turned on the camera. You talking about tears are dry? I'm still tired about that. Oh, excuse me. If it's not coming to play to Xbox, the reason why I am not concerned is because the equation is different now. Back when PlayStation was money having uh, Street Fighter Five, the giant was asleep. You didn't know where the next the next meal was coming from if you were an Xbox guy. Right? You didn't know where it was coming. Now, I play on all systems. I agree with you, Boom. If I have my way, it's it's on the, 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 the superior controller. I get all that. If it has to come on on PlayStation 5, I'll deal with it. You know, I've been enjoying uh, uh, Horizon myself. We'll get into that. You know, there are some pluses and minuses that control the battery life and all that, but that's neither here nor there. We'll deal, right? My thing is, if it happens to be exclusive, okay, guess what? The giant is awake now. And, and, and to Everborn's, Everborn's point, what do you keep doing? You keep money-hatting things? The giant has more money than you. So good luck with all of that. Back then, it wasn't a factor in the equation. It was like, oh, man, another game we lost. Now, oh, boy, you, you, you want to be aggressive? Keep being aggressive because the giant is awake now. So I'm okay with it. Like, there's not much that can be taken away from the, place, from the Xbox that, that will upset me because finally what I have wanted for many, many, many years is not happening, right? The full weight of Microsoft is behind gaming and behind the Xbox. So if PlayStation wants to keep uh, 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 Street Fighter exclusive for a certain amount of time or indefinitely or whatever, trust me. The giant is awake now. What you don't see a world where they get Nether Realm to combat to combat? Hey, that is uh, a world that could, that is possible. That is a that is a possibility. No, no, there were no Denied. objections when you were speaking. You know that is a possibility in the world that we live in because the giant is awake now. Okay, so I am I am neither I am nonplussed by any of this. It When's could the be next killer instinct coming out. Bro, they well, are swimming I mean, we, in developers. Yes. Okay, my last my last point. My last point. Where the question I think is very interesting is, will this be cross-gen? I contend almost certainly it will. Whereas Everborn is trying to say, nah, this is going to be exclusive to the, to the next gen. I doubt that highly. I still think this game, even if it releases in 2024, which it might, it will be cross-generation and you will be able to play it on your PS4 and your Xbox One. Disagree. I think it's going to be uh, next gen. The defense gen rests, Your Honor. Well, I mean, listen, only time is going to tell. I, 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 you know, again, it's it's easy to say that, that you want it to be the best of the best of the best, right? And But it's also hard to ignore that there are 50 million, X, 50 million right? plus Xbox. He's the money ones, man, but he, he forgets that the money is in the old a, there's, gen. There, there's a, there's a hundred, 115 million plus. Uh, and here's, here, see, folks, you're going to see right now that uh-huh. I, I just I keep, keep missing this yep. jump. And I had many jumps of the same. I yep. don't. I couldn't figure out what I was doing. <laughs> I, you know, the the grappling hook we talked about mm-hmm. is is we're not, we'll, we'll talk about it after because oh, yeah. I, I I was I interviewed this. by Fonz yeah. uh, yesterday. If you missed out on it, I got got down to sit with one on one with Fonz from RDX. We had a great conversation, 
And uh, I, I, we made some, you know, valid complaints that the hit boxes or the grab boxes, they're, 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 they're wrong. Something's wrong with them. And people were like, well, I, I never experienced bugs, so you're wrong. And, and you know what? If you're one of those people, I don't know what to tell you. Bugs are happening. We're going to get into that. Uh, but I missed this jump like seven times. I'm like, what, what am I doing wrong? I don't know. But listen, anyway, let, let, let me let me catch him with two of the Super Chats, and I'm going to bring OBM in on the conversation on whether or not he believes uh, Capcom can afford, literally, to keep uh, it exclusive. And I, and I believe uh, that they can. They're doing so well uh, with all of their releases, specifically with last year's Resident Evil 8 that did, you know, crazy numbers for them. Um, but we'll, we'll get there in a second. Uh, we have Dakato drops an outstanding $5 super chances to the panel. Soul Hackers 2 had been announced, ex- uh, including release to Xbox. This is the first Atlas game coming to Xbox in over eight years. Thoughts? Yes. You know what? We're going to be covering that specific um, topic uh, on tomorrow's Xbox Factor podcast because that is a big deal. And it does suggest that the guard is changing in who Microsoft does work with in Japan. And I think that my, uh, Xbox has become a part of the conversation of maybe we need to bring them in uh, and, uh, and, and, and make them a part of, of, you know, of, of you know, new releases. But we're going to get into that. And then we have Mr. Joanna Dark, good friend of the program, panel member, who will be there tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. He drops. A very generous five dollars. Who says great panel as always, and incredible guests in one bad mother. Could Street Fighter Six be a Spartacus timed exclusive or Game Pass Day One exclusive? Hmm. That's that's. I didn't even think consider the Game Pass scenario. The Spartacus. I, I I I've heard from an inside source, which I will not reveal, has been delayed by six months. Uh, and um, believe it or not, from what I was told, and I will not reveal my source. Uh, uh, that uh, apparently the Activision Blizzard deal really caught Sony by surprise, and they literally delayed it. And I and I think what we're going to wind up getting here, and I'm very, I'm very, I hope this happens. I hope it comes to fruition that uh, this PlayStation service is going to be day and date because that's when I will subscribe because that will be worth the wait. It's worth it. it's weight in gold. And I think you'll see you'll you'll see big numbers if Sony decides to do that because I'm tired of paying seventy six forty three for a Sony first party game. I'm just I don't like it. So, uh, but um, OBM, what what are your thoughts on everyone's theory regarding Street Fighter Six? I mean, again, people ran wild with this, and I think that's what Capcom wanted because we we're all talking yeah. about it. Um, but no, no specific console announcement. Does, does that spell doom for Xbox guys? I mean, no. I, not the short answer is it, it doesn't spell anything at this point in time uh, with the fact that they haven't said anything. Um, but just to give it a little bit of a backstory, and I'll actually uh, do a little call out to, to Nick here because I think he he kind of laid out some of the some of the timeline on the Xbox era uh, podcast last week including the rumors from his guy that, you know, that told him that it was going to be exclusive last year. But initially, you know, we know that there was a data leak that came out in October, 2020 that showed that Xbox was going to be one of the platforms, right? So we assume coming into the generation that the exclusivity was going to end. And apparently the, 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 
Street Fighter producer Yoshinori Ono. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, um, Yoko Ono. Sorry, you got it wrong. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yoko, you were right the well, first time. Broke up the damn Beatles. <laughs> that raggedy. But, no, I'm, let me stop. Mr. Ono. Um, so apparently, he did not want it to go exclusive, and it makes sense, right? Like he's the the producer of this. Well, he is the father of uh, of he's considered the father of Street Fighter. Right, right, and it makes sense because. You know, at the time that Sony and Capcom came to that deal, like like you guys already mentioned, Capcom was under a little bit of, of financial duress. Mm -hmm. In fact, you know, Microsoft even talked to them at one point in time and was was close to something with them. Um, so there was a point in time where Capcom needed upfront money. And so they took the upfront money for Street Fighter to have it made. You know, so like we said, Sony funded a lot of that development. But at the end of the day, so, you know, Capcom just needed money. They were living check to check, basically. Mm -hmm. Today, they're not. They're 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 financially healthy. They don't need to sell to anybody. They're making money hand over fist. Resident Evil is back. Uh, Monster Hunter is bigger than ever. And you know, at this point in time, they, they don't necessarily need it. So you think about the fact that they need to build up these IPs uh, because that's really truly the the value in these companies long term is the value of those IPs, right? Uh, it's not necessarily, it, it's not everything is how many copies did you sell this last month? It's also how much mind share does your, your IP have, you know, because that's going to determine the overall value. So, I mean, we, so Ono didn't want to, didn't want to make it exclusive, apparently, uh, you know, that's the rumor. Um, now he left the company in, last year in late April of, of 21. And then it, apparently Sony came back to the table, they're saying, and I remember there was even, um, you know, there was even something by Imran Khan, you know, in 2020 where he was talking about you know sony's going really aggressively they're trying to money hit everything up front they're trying to you know basically they're trying to they they were going to double down on what worked for them and just try to you know shut out microsoft in as many areas as they could leveraging their market share it's the business right so like i you know neither here nor there that's just that's the smart business move um but, uh, you know, like, so Ono said no, but he stepped away. And, and so they came back to the table. And then Yurata, who is the former CEO of Capcom, went over to Sony. And he's part of their their relations. And so the speculation is with the relationships they had that they were able to get that deal back. Um, there's no evidence. I know that, you know, Nick's guy says that he told them that at, last year they were able to re- up, they were able to get the deal done. So um, it, it, it'd be interesting now, though, because I think since that time, like even if you go back to last year and if they were able to get some deal done like late in the year, um, you know, we now know today that this, this the chip shortage is going longer than anybody expected. It's probably going to go into 20 deep into 2023. And uh, and now I, I think every other major company is very aware, just like Kiyosanti said, you know, Microsoft has been awakened in gaming. And if you weren't sure then, you're sure now, right? Like if you weren't sure in 2021, you're very sure by this time in 2022 that they're all in on gaming and they're not going anywhere and they're aggressively going to grow this thing. Um, and I, and so when you, when you look at that, you don't, I, I think whatever the projections were for the console differentiate differential is 
probably the projections are a lot more even than they were, you know, even last year. And when you start thinking about that, you, you add on the chip shortages and things like that, it starts to make less and less sense for a, for a company like Capcom, um, who, like you said, you know, with Street Fighter V, they struggled out the gate. Eventually they got it up to around 6 million sales once they were able to kind of start giving it away. But I mean, that's half of what Mortal Kombat did. The last Mortal Kombat, right? So, mm-hmm. w- w- and, and when you think about those types of games, it's not like um, a single-player narrative-driven game where you know the value. You know, it, if that hits big with Metacritic, and then people play it, and then they move on to the next thing, they still talk about the stories and things like that. With a live service game or something that really revolves around the community, you need that ongoing engagement. If you don't have that, it it yeah. it, it, it significantly games were the first first gas games before mm. gas games became yeah that's became true popular. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's not yeah it's not going to live in you know it's not something that's going to live in perpetuity be based on people's experiences in the first month. It's going to live based off of that engagement over time, and so. Even like a 25% bump to your player base, which, you know, it could be more than that because because if, if Microsoft does really well in the West, like we expect again, you know, like this is a worldwide IP. It's not just a, a game that only sells well in Japan or, you know, in markets where it's only Eastern, uh, you know, Eastern where Eastern games do really well. It sells well worldwide. It is, it used to be a, uh, the, the main, it used to be the king of fighters, right? And so... Mm-hmm. I think that, uh, you know, if they want to get back on top, if they want to get that engagement, it, like even, even a 25% bump from Xbox, the, the console base, could do a lot for that long term. So I would say that I would not necessarily, uh, even if they had something on the table, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be shocked if there's, uh, there's usually outs in these contracts, even if you kind of back out of something, it might cost some money. Maybe Microsoft has to go in there. We know Sarah Bond's been doing work. <laughs> you know, like you mentioned, yeah. uh, we just mentioned the Atlas thing. And and so they're being very aggressive to try to to sew that up. So I wouldn't count it out now. I I, I kind of I, I kind of believe Nick when he says that um, you know, like that that was the assumption that they got the deal back. But I wouldn't the fact that they haven't announced it right now, I think still leaves that leaves it in doubt. And I even heard Grubb say that. He's like he says. The fact they didn't say what platform now kind of leaves him less sure of of that exclusivity where I think most people were pretty sure of it before. So mm. uh, so yeah, I, I, I think there's a there is a chance that uh so same as a chance. I, I was about <laughs> to say it. Everborn beat me to it. So hold on to 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 to, uh, to crystallize it in my head, you're saying that before the Activision Blizzard like huge news it was all but done but because of that I'm now they're going back to the drawing obviously this is all speculation yeah, but because yeah. of that they're presumably going back to the drawing board to go hey maybe we don't want to do this now that's what i was going to say yeah I, I i i know i know it sounds a little bit like it sounds unrelated but when you have a company that oh, no, now it's goes, very related i think i think it's a yeah. smart interesting interesting take I, I do i do go ahead please when, when you spend uh, almost 100 billion dollars on gaming companies in 2 years i mean at that point the, the industry is looking at you and they're going okay like we we heard that you know after microsoft bought activision blizzard a lot of these executives from from all these big co- gaming companies went back to the table and they're like you know like this was they were taken back, right? Like they were like, "What do, do we, we do? We want to make an enemy out of them." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, 
Well, the I, giant is awake. It, it, the it giant changes. is awakened. Yes. It, yep. it changes. It changes the playing field, right? And and I think there's, um, you know, whatever. Again, whatever your projections were before, they've probably changed now. And now it's not just you know, and none of these things live in a vacuum. Now it's just like okay, you know, now anything's possible, right? Mm. Uh, they, they are going super aggressive. They're going to try to be market leaders. Uh, do, you know, and even if they're not going to be worldwide leaders in consoles they're probably going to have a huge market uh, especially in the west where again street fighter probably needs that to needs that base you know there is going to be more overlap with that than there would be with uh with a say final fantasy or something like that right like i could see that being more in a vacuum than than street fighter which i think resonated uh you know it, it, it's the the fighting genres resonated in the in the west for a while so uh, I don't think it's just an Eastern um, genre. And we can see that from Mortal Kombat. The fact that yes. that has double the, the fact that Mortal Kombat has double the player base and that is a Western focused fighter, I think really makes that point. Well, I will, I will note though, that the reason why Mortal Kombat gets so much love is it's got a killer single player story narrative now. Which people always discount. It's not just a fighting game. Got a people, great story. The story is wonderful. It's not that you know. Oh yeah, you know. They, we'll show yeah. you some 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 graphic car, some uh, comic book animation cards at the end to tell you what happened. They are full story mode now, yeah. and it's very good. And like, each very each character, good. each of the like thirty plus characters, all have stories. That's Look right, at Nether Realms' work with um. Uh, what the hell's the other one? Um. Uh, injustice. injustice yeah injustice yeah. is so good that they've actually started making feature length movies based on the game <laughs> yeah. and right. comic yeah. book series and the fact that yeah. like kevin smith is talking about like uh, you know mm -hmm. injustice who's not a gamer and he knows the stories of injustice i'm, I'm just mm -hmm. saying like in terms of like their storytelling uh in yeah. their fighting games is far superior than anything that street Fighter. that's right does. i think that elevates it beyond the, yeah. the direct competitor to Street Fighter these days, but we yeah. don't know what Street Fighter 6 will present. You know, obviously they are competitors. So hopefully Street Fighter 6 comes out and gives you like a genuinely good story. Hey, who knows? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll we, 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 no. cer certainly see. Mag, we're going to bring you in the back end. Wandering Dutch, yeah, yeah. get your opinion on this, brother. Where do you, what, what, what are your takes on the potential of uh, Sony once again money hatting something as big as Street Fighter 6? And again, that's me saying it's big because it's big for me. I don't want to suggest that that's big for everybody, but it, it is a monster IP. Yeah, it is a monster IP. I don't understand personally why Capcom would do it again. The the first Street Fighter Five, although the sales figures look like it's semi-successful, it's I wouldn't say the launch was any what any way, shape or form successful. Um, the game shouldn't have been broken down into that. I know a lot of um street fighter semi-professional and professional players and they hate street fighter 5 they think it's one of the worst in the series hmm. um yes it's it's more inclined to the casual player but in comparison to previous titles it's not by any way shape or form one of the, the better ones um i think they've kind of went away from that um specifically with the combination um all the combos you can do in it the ease of use of the combinations how difficult they are to to, to do it um, the spamming techniques that you use in it, but um, the the game itself, um, it was like you say, it was a, it was a it was a multi platform game. It started off on the arcades actually before it went anywhere, mm -hmm. um, as everybody knows. So it was it was never console exclusive to to a point. 
if anything, it started off on on the on the Nintendo um, and made its way through to uh, Super Nintendo. I think yeah. it actually launched on both the Genesis and Super it Nintendo did. at the same time. Because yeah. I, 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 I remember I made. I remember fighting. Yeah, I remember arguing that. Yeah, you you th- you get the better graphics, but you got the kitty version, right, on the Super yeah. Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It was never. It was never. I mean, if people want to go back to the organic nature of them working with, it was never the case that it was organic or working with PlayStation. Like many developers of their time, they moved over to PlayStation because it was a larger. Um, uh, it was a larger media. Um, they were able to use or make use of the fact that it was cd and not cartridge um and that that in itself is a big thing for a developer having more space to be able to create bigger things or better things um whether that be including higher resolution um intro sequences or videos or fmvs because instead of having these choppy um downgraded fmvs for their games or having better audio quality in the games needing bigger a bigger media storage in order to do that. And of course, discs over cartridges offers that. Um, so that was the only reason they went over to PlayStation really in the first place. Had nothing. Well, they the really though, they went to the Saturn first, right? Yeah, yeah. Saturn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Which again, so. disc based though, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's the, that's the, the purpose of it. So um, the, the, the inclination that this was somehow a Sony thing in the first place is a bit baffling to me. If, if anybody knows the history of Street Fighter, it, it never was. Um, it ended up as a PlayStation timed exclusive for a period. Um, but then it's been on every platform. Um, I mean, even the the collections and the etc. have ended up on well, Switch. The, the just announced collection with all of the Darkstalkers and Cyberbots, one of my favorites. Yeah. That's, so, that's I mean, I don't... I don't personally see this one remaining as a PlayStation exclusive again. I don't think even they see the benefit of that now. Um, yes, they sold 5 million copies, but in a world with subscription services, whether that be Spartacus in the future or Xbox Game Pass or anything on PC, um, limiting your audience to one platform is not in the best interests of any development company. And I know every developer, even if you speak to them now regarding timed exclusivity, the the main reason for that is got nothing to do with money. The main reason for timed exclusivity deals for the vast majority is actually because it allows them to concentrate on one platform for one development purpose, as opposed to essentially splitting the studio up into X amount of people to refine this platform. You go and refine this platform. You go and work on this platform. You sort out performance issues here. You sort out performance issues here. Make sure this port's working and this port's working. And instead of doing that, you're just concentrating all your efforts on the one platform and one one port um, of your game, um, and it then becomes the best version of that game that it can be for launch. Um, that is really the the main reason for developers choosing to go timed exclusivity, specifically with some of these titles where the player base is far smaller. Um, and then the revenues on, on the back of these things are far smaller. Um, I don't foresee them doing it again. I don't think the launch itself, um, if, if Capcom really look into the numbers there and see, okay, our game's doing anywhere between four and six million. Um, uh, to be honest, that's not, a, including the fact that it was forced in PlayStation Plus, um, and, and anybody with PlayStation Plus will have the game as well. Um, 
they aren't big numbers in modern day. Um, outside of being, an, if you're an indie developer, yeah, that's terrific, amazing. But you, but it's not Capcom yeah. or a triple A developer. They are a big studio. <laughs> this is five million copies. When you look at the grand scheme of things, even over two consoles, just the two PlayStation and Xbox. If I often look at previous gen and current gen, um, you're talking the best part of two hundred million potential players just on console alone. So five million copies isn't great, even for a niche area. Fighting games themselves, um, specifically Street Fighter, which is pretty much one of the most, alongside Tekken, one of the most, um, should we say, adored by by fans, whether you're a Street Fighter fan or not. If somebody mentions fighting games, think Street Fighter or Tekken. Um, they're the big household names. Or well, um, Mortal Kombat, but yeah. Yeah, Mortal Kombat as well. You're right, and that that can go alongside yeah, Actually, that can go yeah. alongside with the films and things like that for Mortal Kombat. Um, and even Street Fighter have got their own films and things like that as well. From going back in the day, well, let's not talk about them. <laughs> um, but but in general, yeah, one of them's really good though. The others are trash. But the animated yeah, one is very good. I, I don't think it holds up today. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not today. Um, no, you're right. But if we're talking about talking about money, modern money hatton, I don't think even. Even if you look at PlayStation's um, motto going forward that they want to reach more gamers, I think it would be counterproductive of them to say that they want to reach more gamers and then limit third-party studios from reaching more gamers. Um, it would be hyper-contradictory hyper if, if they were to do that. They can't come out and say, we want Destiny to be multi-platform X, Y, and Z, um, and then say the opposite for a third-party game that was originally multi-platform <laughs> um i think the the time for timed exclusivity is going to die off i think in terms of xbox the only exclusivity they're going to care about is whether or not it's on game pass um i think playstation wants spartacus is out will go down the same route it won't be a case of it won't be everywhere it'll be on every platform but it's going to be who's going to get that in their service first Who's going to get it as an exclusive for their service? Um, I think that's the route we're going to go down going forwards. Personally, I think, obviously, with the, the news there, or at least the the, the rumour there um, from your source that Spartacus is going to get delayed, um, I, I don't see that for, for changing anything. I think maybe for Street Fighter, they might be weighing up whether or not to potentially release on previous gen or continue to go on cross gen. I think that might be delaying it. That might be delaying why they're not showing it off. Um, it could be that would take it all by surprise and, and Xbox have the marketing rights for this, um, which is why it's not being shown off. It could be that PlayStation have the marketing rights for it. It could just be that simple thing where it's the marketing rights um, are kind of holding off as opposed to an exclusivity agreement. Um, well, maybe I they're just, battling it out right now for marketing rights. Yeah, exactly. So I think they may be just showing it off and saying, right, okay, well, we know it's we don't have a, an official release date for it. It's just been announced. It's in active development. Great. We know it's coming. Um, they might just not have a lot to show off. Um, and obviously, in terms of platforms, they could be at a stage in development where they think, right, okay, we're, we're weighing up marketing rights, but we're also weighing up, are we having this as a one-platform thing? Um, i.e., is it going to be next gen or current generation, or are we going to include it in previous gen? And that could be the things that they're discussing right now. Um, yes, they'll be building it 
on, a, on an ecosystem that allows them to have it on previous, but whether or not they continue that, they can make that call all the way up until pretty much a few months down the line and they can just go, nope, this is what we want to do. Let's just focus on refining this one for launch, make sure the next gen or the current gen version is the best version. Yeah, um, no, I mean, you, you, make, you make a lot of points regarding the next gen versus... Uh, a current gen, I, I think they're going to have it on everywhere. It's, there's just too yeah. many, it's just too much money left on the table. Hey, but, by the way, boom, I just want to shout out Raul Julia for playing M. Bison in that Street Fighter movie. I was about to say, <laughs> and, I'm like, and, didn't Raul Julia die 25 years ago? Yeah, 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 I'm just yeah, saying, and 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 Jean Claude Van Damme had no business being cast as Guile. <laughs> but well, fun fact, Ming Na. You know, from from uh, from Book of Boba Fett, that was Chun Li in that movie. Yeah, yes, it was a very a very young uh, uh, actress for sure. It looks the same age today. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Embassin, I'm coming for you. You know, they didn't. They weren't actually making a Street Fighter movie. They were making another movie. Then yeah, they just they just re, they retooled it. Yeah, they read yeah. it was it was awful. It was it was terrible. But listen, let's get the mag in on the conversation. That yeah. we're gonna bring in. Uh, then we're gonna go right to the big topic of the of the show, and that is Horizon. Our experiences, like it, love it, hate it, and the bugs that seem to be the big topic of discussion within the community. Some of which are uh, really good conversations and some of which are just people being trolls. And we don't really like to feed the trolls, but we're going to talk about it nonetheless. Mag, where yeah. do you, where, where, what is your opinion regarding Street Fighter Six? I mean, we've heard a lot of opinions from the, from the panel and they're all really good. I'm in the camp that uh, Capcom is looking over at Mortal, Mortal Kombat with the side eye. And they're saying, uh -huh. well, you sold 12 million can can we spend millions and millions of dollars on Street Fighter Six only to sell three million copies on PlayStation exclusive? I mean, right. I mean, it, it it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Now the thing is that it's interesting. Uh, interesting, you brought up the the Mortal uh, Mortal Kombat situation. Not only did Mortal Kombat sell twelve million copies, you also have to remember how incredibly intelligent they are with their DLC. To really tug on the heartstrings of us old buggers to make us go out there and buy the <laughs> T-800, to go out there and buy Rambo, Rambo okay, on. to go out there and buy Robocop. You know what I'm saying? And so never mind just the 12 million. Can you imagine how many millions and millions of dollars they made on the DLC alone? Okay, on top of those sales, right? So yeah. incredibly intelligent. So they must be looking at that going, my God, what the hell are we going to do? Because mm. they're raking it in. Now, Street Fighter 6 going on to the PlayStation only. I don't see it. But there are some arguments for it. You could say, like, for example, like, I mean, it was the uh, Everborn actually put it in our private chat there. It is the second best-selling Street Fighter of all time. Okay? So there's that argument there. However, what doesn't make sense is that putting it exclusive this early in the gen, especially for, let's say, if it is a next-gen only game, I can't see that being the case. Right? So there's that. And the other thing is also, either way, I think the reason why they didn't announce a platform is because it would probably make a bigger impact at whatever show that's going to happen in the summer, right? Or the June or July or whatever. Because they did say it was going to happen in the summer, correct? So we're talking about something in the summer. So they're looking at maybe whether it's a PlayStation show, an Xbox show, or I can't see a Capcom show. I mean, how much could they possibly be showing this year, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah. I don't really see all that. Um, the other thing is, um, considering how nice Microsoft and Sony have been playing in the sandbox recently, 
And this this ties into what uh, what OBM was saying and touching a little bit onto what I'll get I'll get into the, what Asante was saying later. But you know about about the fact that if Sony wanted to play dirty now with the exclusivity thing, probably wouldn't be the best idea. Now it wouldn't be the best idea not only to upset Microsoft, the giant who's now awake, as as it's already been said, but it's also you've got to consider that it's a really ugly look. Right from a PR perspective, and and, and let, let's face it, right now Sony could use all the help that they could get right now because their PR has been a disaster. I don't. Get it is. It's been disastrous said. for sure. It's been a disaster for a year before the PS5 even launched. Okay, from the minute they announced the damn thing, they've been they've been tripping over their own feet. So the thing is, I can't see that it's a really ugly look. Can you imagine Microsoft buys or whatever acquires Activision Blizzard? Blah 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 blah. Okay, but they put the games everywhere. Then Sony turns around and gets a Street Fighter goes, hold up, up, only on PlayStation. Everybody would be like, are, are these guys for real? Yeah. Like, you're going to keep poking this guy? You're going to keep, you know, one day he's going to turn around, he's going to smack you. And then when he does smack you, it's going to be one hell of a smack. <laughs> so that, that's the thing you got to be really careful of. Now, the other thing is, to, you know, to add on to that argument, which Asante was saying, um, about the situation in which they were at the time when Street Fighter V came out. Okay, Sony was on top of their game. Okay, and the Xbox camp, I mean, you know, just like Asante said, you don't know where your meal's coming from. It's like that B.I.G. song, you know? It's hard growing up in the slums, eating five-cent gums, not knowing where your meal's coming from. That's how an Xbox player (laughs) felt. Oh, boy. Preach, boy. I love it. Preach, preach. Okay, that's how... That's how an Xbox Love player to hear felt the ma- back the in mag that dropping year, some that lines, year. man. Go Sorry, ahead. I had to. I had to. Big is the man. So that's the thing, right? But it's true. You didn't know where your next meal was coming from with Xbox. So there was no money there. But the thing is, now everybody knows, and especially Japan. Just ask, uh, uh, what's it called over there? Uh, trying to make Scalebound. Okay, please, yeah. Xbox, make Scalebound with us. <laughs> you know, it's like everybody knows that Microsoft's throwing the cash around. Okay, why would you ignore that? That's like being a stripper in the strip club and the guy's in the VIP going like this. And he's making it rain. And you go, nah, I'll just go see the, the guy in the front row with the checkered shirt and the, and, the, and the $3 beer. What? Are you insane? You go after the guy that's going like this. He's making it rain in the corner. That's where you go. So that, that, I don't, like, that would be absolutely insane for Capcom to turn their backs on Xbox. So anyways, I don't see any of that happen. That's, that, that's silly. But um, anyways, as for the game itself, I think that over the years, and especially when it came out on the PlayStation only, I think that Street Fighter has lost its luster. There's no question about that. Um, this whole Evo thing, uh, I don't know. And the, was the Major League Gaming Xbox has got that. But isn't Evo the fighting? They do the fighting games, right? Like Street yes. Fighter and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Okay, mm-hmm. so I could see them getting some, like maybe some kind of an exclusivity deal in terms of like maybe some special features, some special fighters. Uh, maybe a couple of special modes uh, exclusive to PlayStation. Absolutely not exclusive to the console itself. Uh, I don't see that, but I could see them getting some perks. You know what I'm saying? Because then they'll be able to uh, they'll be able to like you know uh, represent the game and of course the Evo community and the Evo uh, tournaments and all that kind of stuff. Whatever, right? So I could see that. But uh, beyond that, I don't see anything. And like I said, you already see Sony playing nice now. I mean, look look at the fact that like you know what Microsoft is saying about Activision Blizzard. Thus far, I might add. And then, of course, then you've got the whole uh, Destiny thing. Like, But, I mean, let's face it. Who the hell cares? Uh, you know, they're <laughs> like, oh, Destiny's everywhere. And, and, like, 90% of the community's like, okay. 
whatever you know yeah, yeah everybody's like okay. i actually used to care now i don't get yeah like wine. nobody cares anymore like yeah. you know it's, it's it's all about whatever i mean i i don't want to offend everybody you know because there's some pretty crazy people out there that are into destiny hey it's great man but i mean they're nuts about that stuff they're like the witch king's coming i'm like uh, okay when like you know <laughs> the game's been out for years like get over it so anyways the thing is i don't really see i don't really see it being going exclusive or being exclusive um, but I do see that, uh, hopefully maybe they could do something to turn this franchise around a little bit. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says, but a premier game, like you got to remember if you're old enough back in the nineties, street fighter two was not the biggest game on a system. It was literally the biggest game in the world. Yes. Every arcade had 20 cabinets yeah. of street fighter just to meet demand. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about uh, super NES sales. It wasn't about Genesis sales. Those were nothing. Those were peanuts. Yeah. They were making billions off of the arcade cabinets. That's where it was. That's where the money was. It was the biggest game in the world. Okay. Now, to go down to 5 million copies? Like, yeah. eh? That's garbage yeah. to me. You know what I mean? Compared to what it was before. They've got to fix the series and get it back to where it was before. Maybe it'll never get back there. But at least maybe give it a damn good shot and try to get it over there. So, anyways, I, I'm interested to see what's happening. I'm not a big fighting game guy anymore. Uh, I think the only reason why I play the Mortal Kombat's and the Injustices is, once again, to play that for the, you know, the, the story. Because I enjoy the stories. The writing is so good. The characterizations are excellent. And I really like how they actually integrate the the fighting mechanic into the story itself, right? And you yeah. get to try all the different characters. Very interesting idea. NetherRealm does it right. I don't know how Street Fighter is going to do it. Hopefully, they do it something uh, somewhat better. But anyway, we shall see. But other than that, I got to put my hands up and just be like, you know what? I'll wait and see what happens. And what happens, happens. We shall see. I don't know. Well, hey, uh, Abu, oh, yes, I was yeah. I, I was going to step in and just say one last thing. And the only reason I have to say this is because you know being part of uh, you know the Xbox community and you know uh, it, and obviously we have a forum and things like that. We see a we've seen a lot of let's say anxiety regarding like money hats since probably 2020 mm -hmm. when all the rumors started coming out. And I, you know, something I've been saying since this, that time, and I think we're starting to see it come to fruition now and people are, are starting to understand it a little bit more, but you know, I feel like this is the last cycle that that is going to have a lot of impact. And I think even Sony is starting to see that now, as you're seeing them say, well, you know, you've got Jim Ryan talking about beyond consoles and, you know, like a, a lot of people still think about this entire thing in this like console war world, which is for number one it's not the reason why microsoft has invested 100 billion dollars in gaming companies you know like um them trying and them trying to like go tit for tat with sony in terms of money hats never really made sense uh and we've heard like a lot of that from the community like hey does microsoft need a counter and do some of their own money hats and, and all that stuff and and like th like this is really more about the long game um and we know like just Playing that old game, like trying to race Sony on that on that track, playing that exact sort of game, like Microsoft after the last generation basically had a hoopty, you know, like me back in in high school in in ninety four driving the nineteen eighty Plymouth Valari, uh, you know, with all my friends singing La Hoopty uh, Tailpipe Dragon, <laughs> <laughs> like that's what they were driving at the end of the generation, and I think them try. It's like when you have a hoopty and you keep trying to put money into it at some point in time. <laughs> 
you realize it's better just to save up for that new car. And that's what they've been doing. They've been investing in this in this new vehicle that's something that's beyond the console generation. And the engine in that a thing Tesla. is... <laughs> the engine in that thing is the Game Pass, right? Like, and that is eventually... I don't. I still think people, even within the community, underestimate that. At some point, the stack up of those games is going to be enough to to be a tipping point, and that is going to be the horse that kind of drives people into the ecosystem. So people keep like focusing on, well, if they need to counter, and if and if Sony does money hat Street Fighter, what are they going to do? They're going to keep doing what they've been doing, and I would just tell people to chill out with that. I mean, yeah. obviously, like like you guys have already said, we're uh, I think uh, Everborn, you may have, or Kaysante may have said it. You know, we've already got used to the the Street Fighter being exclusive. If it, if it happens again, um, you know, like I think people are conditioned to it. But in the big picture, in the big picture, I I think that this whole this money hat strategy is going to die out on both sides. I think this is kind of the last stretch of it. You're going to see some, I think, over the next you know couple of years that are like that that were deals that were done a few years ago. Um, but I think this is kind of the last stretch in the next. And the next kind of shift is going to be about like something like a Game Pass versus a Spartacus. I think that's really kind of the next evolution of that. And Ecosystem so that'd be interesting. Yeah. I don't uh, want to drag this out because we still have Horizon oh. to get into. Okay. okay, we, okay. Yeah. We, right. we, we, I, I still want, <laughs> I want to get into that because obviously we can speculate all day long until Capcom, Microsoft, and Sony make the big call. Maybe the reason why, at the end of the day, that it, uh, a specific uh, uh, platform wasn't announced, because maybe they're battling back and forth for those rights. Yeah. Yep, maybe yep. Microsoft is, hey, listen, well, we can we can drop a big bag of money because we heard it from our fans the first time around. They were disappointed that they didn't get Street Fighter Five. We still don't have Street Fighter Five, and maybe they can get that into Game Pass day and date and really. Put the, the pedal to the metal, so to speak. But real quick, uh, Splendiferous drops uh, two incredible Super Chats, uh, both of $2. He says, yes, but how long before they get back in a hole? He's talking about Capcom. I don't know, man. I just think they're doing so well with their with their development that I don't think we're going to see a, a, a 2016 Capcom ever again. And the second one says the warehouse, <laughs> this warehouse is big, and I can hear Mag all over. That's hilarious. Um, listen. Let's talk. Let's talk Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Obviously, uh, since we've started the show, you've gotten full on the first two. I have the first two and a half hours recorded for you. Uh, there's not really any big spoilers. Uh, this is this is kind of like the the very closed aspect of it. Once you get past the first two hours, it really does open up to a, an open world, and you're pretty much free to do what you what you like. And uh, listen, I, I'm not going to get into uh, you know. What I love about the game, I, I, again, I, I've championed Aloy and Forbidden and Gorilla, for that matter, since its inception on the PlayStation 4. I'm absolutely in love with this game. Um, I, when we get into why I'm having some issues with some of the uh, the bugs, which you're going to see, you're going to see some of the pop in on this video where it is, it, it is a bit egregious, uh, considering that it is a Gorilla game. But before... We, uh, I want to bring in Mag first and then One Bad Mother because they might have to leave towards the end of the show. And I want to get their opinions on this. Mag, you have been yeah. so excited for this game. Yes. Now, you've been putting the work in on your PlayStation. You went out and you you bought the, you got the upgrade for Uncharted, which I yes. think I'm going to do, actually, because I don't mind spending 10 bucks. Worth it. 
yeah, for, for ten bucks, I, I I get all the achievements. I mean, the achievements, the the trophies again. And <laughs> I, I love the Uncharted series, so it, it it's gonna be it's gonna that to me is a is a worthy ten dollars to get all of the games yeah. with the upgrade uh, visuals. Uh, again, I I, I kind of wish they would do it for free, but you know, it's again, I'm a huge Uncharted fan, and I do uh, I will spend the ten bucks for it, um, but. I want to get your experience of uh, in on a on uh, Aloy's new adventure. How far in it are you? Are you enjoying it? Uh, you see what you're seeing on the screen right now. That's where I'm you are. Pretty much where I, that's where I am, and that's okay. pretty much where I stopped. And the okay. reason why, not, not for any nefarious reasons, I stopped there because I just said, okay, let me just hang fire here. I wanted to get a feel for it. I wanted to see what was going on, and then I put it down. It's almost like like a like a like an outside voice was saying. Stop playing. So I stopped playing. <laughs> so I just stopped playing. And then all of a sudden, the cascade of complaints started coming in. Mm. And we're not talking about like one or two folks. We're not talking about trolls. We're not talking about anything. We're talking about legitimate people going, man, this game has got some problems. It's got this. It's got that. The bricking and, of the system uh, yeah, is like, one of the most me? biggest one. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, I... I, I, I got to find her tweet. I felt devastated for her. As a yes, matter I of fact, too, yeah. the gamer that put it out there, she had wrote to open up her tweet, devastated in caps. And apparently what had happened is uh, she uh, lost not only her 10 hours, which would make mm. me quit a game, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but she lost every save on her PlayStation 5. And what that Correct. tells me is that she's not a PlayStation Plus subscriber. And that's the thing that's crummy about Sony, that no one gives them the business about that. You don't have any cloud saves. It's utterly ridiculous. It Unless is the most egregious, yeah. disgusting, backwards uh, thing that no one talks about. Like, as great as the PlayStation is on many, many aspects, uh, Sony as a company, they're dirty, bro. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know, just real quick, and again, I don't want to take us off what, what you know our experiences and and, and the and the bugs issue. Um, did you know that in the UK, someone I think dropped this in the DM. Um, I think sixty eight percent of people bought the PlayStation Five version physically and did not take advantage of the free upgrade for right. that was on the PlayStation Four. Sixty eight folks. Set, let, 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 let's round it out here. Let, 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 let's bring a big picture here. 70% of people, of gamers, that bought the physical PS5 version did it knowing or potentially not knowing. It would have been not known in the UK. It's a very casual market. Yeah. See, so mm. the Sony, they did it again. It's they a predatory the practice. They, yeah, they took it, advantage of people who are not in the, are not in the know and not aware. Disgusting. It is disgusting, and it is predatory, and it should be. And it, I mean, not to sound like overly melodramatic, but it really should be looked into, because you know they talk about you know putting um you know uh, tightening the screws on these companies that do these things like the um uh, what's it called the loot boxes and all that saying uh, you know they're saying oh that's a predatory practice and this and that is taking advantage of the consumer blah 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 blah. Well, what the hell is this? You're doing the exact same thing, if not worse. Even I think it's even worse because you are. You are purposely trying to mislead people to purchase the wrong thing. Well, not the wrong thing, but, like, purchase the more expensive item. It's ridiculous. But anyways, besides all that, um, the thing is, yeah, the game, I, I, I stopped playing, and uh, I started looking over all the games that I have either coming out or are coming up or, or that I haven't even really, you know, put any time in. And so I'm like, all right, let me just 
hang on for a second, and then I'm going to decide what I'm going to play. Then I, like I said, then I saw that cascade of all these like things that have bugs, uh, bricking the consoles, um, all that kind of stuff. And that's the other thing, by the way. And then of course it came out again. Again, can you imagine this? A year and three months later, or four months, well, whatever it is, since the console released, they're like, "Don't put the PS5 in rest mode." Again with this? Yeah. Like, are you guys for real? What kind of pile of crap did you guys stick together with, like, ch- you know, with, like, sticks and glue to put this stupid console together? Like, it's unbelievable how you guys don't have this stuff worked out already. Yeah. What's more unbelievable to me is how in the hell people defend this. Yeah. How people defending any of this. Can't you see, like, how abusive of a relationship are you in? That you have a black eye and they and then you can go, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. No, it's not fine. And you guys gotta wake up. Like seriously. It's unbelievable. I will like deal I deal with understand. my black eye for greatness. Yeah, exactly. For greatness. <laughs> you know what it is? You're this. You see this? You see that? That's you right there. That's you right there. That's what you are, and you're part of the problem. Okay? You're part of the problem. If that if you defend any of this kind of stuff. And uh, hey, listen. I'm not saying anything against the game, whatever. You know, they're, they're working remotely. I know that people are going back to work now. Microsoft, I understand, actually, is, uh, I think it's next month. They're actually all going full tilt back into the studios, right, in person. Wonderful. I'm sure Sony's doing the same thing. But this game was developed, again, remotely. I understand that there are going to be problems. I am totally aware of it, and I'm also patient with that kind of stuff. That's fine. But there clearly is something wrong with the hardware if you're bricking consoles. And on top of that, what Boom had said, there is obviously something fundamentally wrong with the way Sony operates that if it does break your console, you lose all your other saves because you're not part of their subscription service. There is a part of this entire system that people are ignoring. Once again, love PlayStation, hate Sony. It's because Sony are the ones who are making this happen. In my opinion, they're allowing this kind of thing to happen. So there's so many ugly things on the outside of this game where at the core of it there's actually a great game in there somewhere it might take a month it might take six weeks maybe it'll only take two weeks to patch things up and maybe it'll get better um i like i said i didn't really experience any major problems because i didn't play that much i only played about an hour and a half and of course i was trying to get used to the mechanics right like you know the you know when you jump boom and asante and then you, you do that grapple thing and the grapple pulls you yep. into like the you know to the ledge or whatever and so I'm trying to figure out all that stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. So I click on the thing, and you could see the, the room and all that. So I'm like, all right, I'm figuring this all out, which is great. I look forward to getting into the open world and getting into the story. And I enjoyed the first story, and I enjoyed the first game. And I played all the DLC all the DLC for the first game as well. So uh, anyways, I look forward to what's going to happen. But considering what I'm seeing out there right now, I've decided to shelve it. Mm. Um, and thank God I'm actually part of a game sh- uh, game share situation, right? Because the next two games that come out on PlayStation, I'm getting for free. So essentially, go. yeah. So essentially, even at $105 in Canada, let's face it, I'm still paying only 50 bucks a game now, yeah. right? Because I'm game sharing with someone else because that person is buying Forspoken and God of War. And I already bought uh, Horizon and I bought uh, Uncharted Legacy of Thieves and Demon Souls. So, yeah, so it all works out in the end. Um, so I decided to shelve it. I mean, let's face it. Look what we got coming out right now. You know what I mean? I got Far Cry 6. I've barely touched. Uh, I've got the um, the DLC for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is wonderful, by the way. Uh, if anybody wants to go back and revisit it. You got Elden Ring in a few days. Yep. Four days. That's going to be another thing. I'll play those games. 
And then on the back end, I could see myself going back to Dying Light. I haven't, no, I didn't even buy Dying Light because I'm still the, got that candle in the window for Game Pass. But on top of it, same deal. <laughs> Boom, same deal. What is it? Bug Central, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. when dealer puts in 27 hours and loses his all his progress mm-hmm. and had to start over. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, see, that's a game that I immediately erase and and I and I call Microsoft support for a refund because yeah, no F way, that. I'm not touching yeah. it. So I think that Horizon and Dying Light Two is gonna have to wait till like May, and then hopefully by May everybody will get their stuff together, and then I think it'll be fine. But anyways, what I've seen so far, I'm very happy about it. I'm very excited about it. I'm very interested in playing it. I just let them um, let the devs do their thing and let them iron out all the details. Uh, as for the Sony scumbaggery, well, you can't <laughs> fix stupid. So, I mean, yeah. I just, that's the way they're going to do it. That's the way they're going to do it. So, it is what it is. No, I mean, you're, you're definitely on to something, folks. Like I said, uh, if you missed the interview, I sat down uh, with um, Jay Fonzarelli of RDX yesterday, and we did a nice one on one conversation. And, you know, of course, we, we you know, we're, like men, we're being respectful and talking about the bugs. A lot of people in the chat, you know, like these kids, they get in their feelings. You know, you again, you can't say anything negative about Sony. It has to be it's all unicorns and rainbows all day long when this game is beautiful. Uh, I'm enjoying the combat. I find myself going looking for uh, I'm, I'm like I'm, I've, I've progressed in such a way that I'm not even doing the main story. Like after the first story beat, you'll see here in the two and a half hours I recorded. I'm out finding you know, going to everything that has a question mark. I'm just going around the world. That's what uh, I like and I'm do. probably missing because it gives you the freedom to do that. But we cannot uh, ignore that this game has an incredible amount of bugs. And it's very, very un-Sony-like. Um, the first uh, uh, Horizon from Gorilla was flawless. Uh, there's a lot of this combat you'll see that I'm, I am missing and I'm whiffing right through some of the car uh, some some of the di- you know uh, you know uh, dinobots um and i i didn't i've never experienced that before and again this this is you can tell that the development as great as this game looks and it is gorgeous uh, can, I tell acting- you, can, I, can i tell you why what might be might might be an, a, a factor and issue that could be causing some of these problems performance issues specifically sure. the previous horizon how many platforms was it designed for uh one yeah how many platforms is the next horizon yeah, yeah there for? you go good point two it's it, it is it's a cross-gen game and unfortunately it's it's that it's it, because they're working and trying to to do things on on multiple platforms the focus has been less on on ironing out some of these performance based issues because i guarantee once they've actually got into the nitty-gritty of it it's a lot to do with just how the system's handling certain things as opposed to the game itself. Uh, yeah, hey, I mean, hey Dutch, do you think the PC also? Because they, you know, they have plans for PC for this oh, yeah. in the future. Could that also be adding to some of the complexity? I was going to so, say, yeah. I think in the future, I thought you see that's not. I, I don't foresee that coming out for another six to nine months at least. But um, I think that will have its own time to refine it, and of course, that's going to be the best place to play this game. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let, let's not doubt that. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, you, you might you might be onto something, but I, I would find it very suspect if, if if Sony first party can't figure out their two own consoles. If that, think, if that, yeah, it would be a little bit suspect, I think. But it's at the same time, I think it's just them. I think it's the other way around. You know, I think it's them polishing the game to get it working. Well, doing it to get it working on PlayStation Five, 
and then trying to get it to run properly on PlayStation 4 and then having to downgrade certain things and uh, and lower certain aspects, etc., to get it working properly on the previous gen. Mm. Um, and when it comes to the PlayStation 5 version, they just expected it to run. Um, yeah. to run as well as it could be um, and potentially some of just the polish um, has has not been as up to standard as it was on the previous gen because they've had to focus on two right um i think i think it'll get ironed out relatively sharpish but yeah there's, i mean there's oh, oh, a lot of big uh, issues though um yeah. that do need looking into prime the primary big issues as you've mentioned boom um are the bricking of consoles and that's yeah, not yeah, just that's... on this title um, that seems to be a problem that's occurred on many titles throughout the course of this generation so far. Um, and it's specifically, I haven't ironed out the one major problem that's causing a lot of these issues, and that's rest mode. Yeah, which I have mine in right now, and I hope that I don't lose my shit because I'm going to be pissed. By the way, there's um, one positive thing I was going to say, which I forgot to say. Sorry, I'll be very quick. Is that the implementation of the DualSense 5 features, I think in this game, besides uh, Astro's Playroom, I think this is the best I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah. funny you talk about that because I was very enthralled with the uh, the DualSense and all of the uh, the functions of it. And after not using it for an extended period of time, because there really wasn't anything to play on, on the yeah. PlayStation 5. I mean, that's that's a fact. I've come to the realization that I actually don't need all of that rigmarole. Uh, I, I'm yeah. very, very satisfied with just using my Xbox Series X controller. I, I mean, I have the Halo Elite. I mean, it's, it's it really just is there for the looking because I, I, I just like the standard controller. But after not using... The dual sense taking nothing away from it. It, it is a, a a marvel for sure, but I don't think I need all of that. Uh, the uh, yeah. sound in this in the, in the speaker, the haptic triggers sometimes even feel a little weird. I, I don't know. I I'm like I'm just saying like from that point of view, I enjoy what I'm what I'm playing thus far in that respect because I've noticed that so far besides Astro's Playroom. I find that all the implementation of the DualSense 5 has been nothing short of half-assed. Yeah, yeah, for, for 100%, dude. And, and it's just like they, they, they made this big deal about it. And then when you got the PlayStation 5, you know, you're playing Astro's Playroom, and you're like, holy mackerel, this is next-level stuff here. This is next-gen stuff, like the skating, you know, uh, the running in the sand, you feel the mm -hmm. crunch and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, this is magnificent. And then all of a sudden, you're playing Sony first-party games, and none of it... No. Is implemented, and you I'm kind like, of, yeah, you kind of figured that was going to happen, though. Yeah, I hate it's to like say this. It's, it's stupid. It's like it's all. You know what it reminds me of? You remember when uh, when Xbox had the Connect, and then they were saying, "Oh, by the way, games will start implementing uh, Connect like voice activation features and stuff <laughs> like that while you're playing." You remember, like you're playing uh, Rise Son of Rome, and you could sit there with your controller, and all of a sudden you'd be like, "Fire!" And then they would start firing arrows because it would do the voice uh, activate. It would recognize mm -hmm. the voice or whatever, right? No one used it. It's it almost feels like this is the same deal. However, this game, this is so far the best implementation I've seen so far. Other than that, the DualSense Five is basically just a glorified uh, rumble, uh, from what I've been getting from most games. Uh, but yeah. this one, I enjoy what I've been playing so far with that because I like the uh, even the feel, like some of the feel of it. Uh, there was actually a moment where Aloy actually it was about a half an hour ago. You know where Halo, uh, Halo, Jesus Christ, where Aloy. <laughs> Thanks, OBM. It's your fault. Um, I know. <laughs> Aloy was hugging basically herself, I guess. 
and you actually could feel the hug on the yeah. controller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I was like, oh, that's so wild. You could actually feel like the <laughs> hug on the controller. And I'm like, all right, that's very cool. So anyway, that's a very positive thing. I enjoyed that. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there, I mean, there's a lot to enjoy, but there are some issues for sure. LBM, before we bring you in, let me catch up on some of the incredible super super chats. Tony the Tank drops a very generous two dollars super chat and says, "Best damn podcast, keep it up." Well, thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate the praise and, of course, the generosity. Uh, we have Depka drops an outstanding ten dollars super chat and says, "I want to play Horizon Forbidden West, but can't find a PlayStation Five anywhere." And PC is for taxes, spreadsheets, virus. Thank and cheers. You. What should I do? I mean, yeah, dude. I, you know what? I mean, tell uh, the truth, shame the devil. That's what I keep yeah. saying. Yes. Here, here, here's the thing. Um, I will not I, stand any PC slander on this. My place, brother sir. wouldn't either. Just because you guys right don't, now, so. just because you guys don't know how to use your 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 devices correctly, it's not the problem with the computer. It's between mm-hmm. the seat Blame and the, the user. Mm-hmm. It's between the, the seat typical. and the keyboard. That's like I'm that's sorry. Apple <laughs> tactics. Oh, go ahead. Apple, I love I'm it, an hour between in the, game, the seat. Still playing with sliders, but you know. between well, the seat listen. and the keyboard is the problem. I'm sorry. I can't get in on the game race. I can't get in on the the PC stuff because even if I had a ten thousand piece, a ten thousand pc i wouldn't use it anyway risk it for the biscuit who we are in the backgrounds talking i'm going to be a guest on their show in a couple of weeks we're trying to figure out the time zone because they are in australia so we're gonna we're gonna work that out i'm going to be a guest on their show and in, in, in the coming weeks for sure he drops an eight dollar uh super chat and says uncharted ten dollars is worth it but again we see playstation charging for what xbox will give you for free love the game again cloud saves xbox uh free ps are, are scummy yeah there's no doubt about it it's it's a real it's a real dirty move obm let's get your opinion on it um you've obviously i don't know if you had a chance to play it uh but you have seen many of the bugs and i gotta say uh, i was very taken aback uh, with the amount of popping that we've seen, um, you know, specifically with me, the hit boxes or the 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 grab boxes are just there's something wrong. And like I said, you've seen it in many aspects where I'm I'm trying to like like that, that right there nearly fell yeah, to my death again because the, the 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 second press button press is just not hitting. I know mm. I'm doing it right because I know what I'm pressing and it's just not hitting. Uh, and I don't know why that is. It, I don't have any delay on my controller. It's it's obviously wireless, and I'm sitting right in front of the TV, so it shouldn't happen. What are your thoughts on a game of this magnitude releasing as buggy as it has? I mean, that that's a that's very unPlaystation like. Yeah, I mean it's a it's an interesting topic. First of all, Meg, I forgot that you're Canadian, and, and the reason why is you don't you don't say a very much for Canadian. <laughs> my, my my mom's sides uh, from Canada. They all they all talk like like hosers over there. But anyway, yeah, no, not all of us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's an interesting topic because we actually covered this on our you had me at Halo podcast. I think in the last couple last few weeks um talking about qa and you know uh, a few of us have talked to developers uh you know one of the things that's been impacted most through the, the this work from home through covid has been the qa it's been across the board and so any of these like big games with a lot of moving parts in them I, that's the area that suffered the most uh and i only I, I call it out not to make you know excuses i think like a lot of times that's what it comes across as uh but you know we like we know 
if, if if you're a Halo gamer, if you if you play on that a lot, we we know that they 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 added an update. They had some playlists, and then they all said goodbye for we're going home now for the holidays, and they left, and then everything broke, you know, because they made that update, and mm-hmm. you know, like in the uh, big team for a little while and you know like kind of finding out from developers that you know the the, the there's just been a lot of challenges and in, in the, the area that it's hit them in the most is the qa and i think that's why you've seen most of the triple a games have suffered you know more bugs than usual we saw it with dying light um and we you know and sony's generally had a good track record you know outside of days gone i think for the most part before the pandemic mm-hmm. they usually had a really good track record of releasing polished unbuggy games uh you know they usually have a really good qa um process and i i think the fact that they're struggling just get just add some more credence to the industry as a whole. And I, and I say that because uh, if you're going to buy a big open world or, uh, you know, jump in on a big platform, a multiplayer platform, uh, I think that, you know, you're almost like a beta tester when you're buying these things at day one. And so for me, like you asked, like, have I been able to dive into it? Number one, I've, I've, I've been actually holding off on these big open world games until they've been out a few weeks for that exact reason. I am going to make an exception for Elden Ring because I am like, uh, you know, uh, when it comes to Miyazaki games. Yeah, I, I definitely want in on that as well. Yeah, yeah, like those games, I'm like Halo, Dark Souls, and, you know, Mass Effect. Those are like my, those are my Mount Rushmore games. And so... I'll be there day one. I'm, I know I'm going to be a beta tester. I hope I don't lose any saves. Thankfully, Microsoft has cloud saves. Uh, sometimes we under we undersell like some of the quality of life benefits you get in these ecosystems. But um, you know, like yeah, I, it, when it comes to these big open worlds, and I've told other people this that you know, with this, I, I'll probably wait a few months. Like let it let things clear. I probably I usually don't do back to back open worlds, anyways. Uh, the first game I beat. I thought it was all right. It was it was pretty cool because my daughter at the time was um, I think she's eleven or twelve when I was playing this in front of her at the time. She's sixteen now, and you know it was it was cool to have a female protagonist. She's like, Dad, you're controlling the girls. Like, yeah, she's you know she's you know she's a tough girl or whatever. And I thought that was a kind of a good look, and so that was a a positive memory from you know from Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I probably didn't rate it as highly as as you know the average person from a gameplay standpoint, but um, but yeah, like I, I think from what I've heard with the the side quests and things, it's got me interested in in at least uh, you know giving this this franchise another go around, and you know maybe even having my daughter join me in again to watch me go through it, but. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that we, when we kind of look at these these AAA games, that's just it's unfortunate that that's the environment we're in. But you know, I, I also look forward to uh, you know Starfield later this year. I would I would not bet anything um, that I value that that's not going to have bugs in it, right? Uh, like that's just I think that's just kind of like where we're at right now. So so yeah, I, I do think that that you know. I, I think, you know, and I don't know what the experience is, like how common it is. I do think reviewers kind of need to call that stuff out and, uh, you know, and people that preview this stuff need to make sure that the consumer knows that this stuff is day one. It's going to exist. Uh, I don't think it's a deal killer long term. I sorry, yeah, I have to ask you a question very quickly. I'm so sorry to do this, but I got to ask you a question. No. With, with the, with the, with the reviews that have come out and all the people who have put anywhere between 40 and 60 hours. Yeah, into the know. game. 
How in God's name have not one of them apparently uh, uh, seen any of these bugs yet? As soon as it got into the hands of the players, the bugs yeah, started know. coming out like mad. I don't get it. Boom, do you have an answer for this? Uh, no, it's 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 uh, it's it's a it's a great question. Uh, uh, we we can ask Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven the same question. I think. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I mean, I mean, so here, here is the only thing. And I, this isn't an excuse. I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what. The, like, as a data and analytics guy, I'm always. Um, I, I, I tend not to with anecdotal information. Like, I consider it, but I don't know what the context is. Like, I obviously you can see hundreds of people on Twitter, but hundreds out of how many? Like, I don't know yeah. what that percentage is right now. So maybe many of them didn't experience it it's possible uh i think we'll know more i think in time like if we start to hear that almost everybody that goes through it experiences something then we're going to go okay well what why how did you get how did out of all those hundred reviews how did none of you like really experience that um so i think we'll know more about that in time uh but it is a good question i do think um i do think the bugginess of these things on day one uh is something that uh, it does need to be probably emphasized more for the day one consumers, right? Because most people do buy these things on day one, and uh, I'm I'm not a FOMO guy. I'm I can I can wait a few months, except for Elden Ring. I'm a FOMO guy with Elden Ring and with Halo. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but for most games, I can wait. You know, I can wait a you know a, a few months. Let you guys beta test it for me. Um, <laughs> you know, boom. Let let You're the developers welcome. know. Let the developers know all those spots where the uh, grapple hook isn't working. Get it fixed. Let me know when it's fixed. We're actually gonna, we're at, you know, it's funny. It, 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 what's interesting, and we're going we're gonna to go to Everborn afterwards regarding this because he has a lot to say. Uh, but uh, uh, Fonz and I were scolded in, in his in, by his chat yesterday hmm. regarding uh, someone actually dropped a super chat to scold us saying that uh, we, we were ruined by uh, uh by halo's grapple anywhere and that we shouldn't expect that to be the standard and can i say I, I, something on that, that yeah, please. Like, yes the hell you should expect it to be the standard <laughs> no wait, wait wait okay so i i actually had this, i'm not going to mention names i had this debate with a buddy because he was like he's like this is the graphics that halo should have had <laughs> and, and and i this is what i've said like why do i have an idea of who that was yeah we'll talk about it offline okay <laughs> But here's here's the thing I got to say for all developers when people do this, they do they they hold you know we've seen that we already seen it on Twitter somebody's holding the the space groundhog from Halo next to the ground like whatever the squirrel is in, in Horizon and like comparing the texture detail every developer uh, team is going to have their own vision their own prioritization of how they're going to use their the resources both time. Uh, and the technology because it's yes. not infinite, right? And so some developers are going to have the, the like their prioritization is I want to have like as much detail and immersion in my environments. And if they if that's what they're going for and they nail that, then you know, then I, I cheer that developer. Halo obviously was prioritizing the interactivity, the physicalness of the environment, the fact that you can grapple on any point on any like piece of geometry in that game, obviously is um is going to use up resources that could have been used for graphics right like you could have a fixed background that's super highly detailed but you can't do anything with it and then so it's a prioritization i i i 
I hate that when people use one game to kind of compare it to another and say, unless they're trying to do the exact same thing. Like, like you can you can look at Crossfire X and say oh, you're not doing you're not doing yeah. you're not Nobody doing the shooting right. <laughs> Right. Like you're not doing the basics of this thing right. We know you're trying to make this a, a shooter and it's not it doesn't feel good, right? But like when when developers are going for completely different things, uh obviously Horizon and Halo are going for completely different things. And those developers I think are best in class in different areas. You know, I so I I, I both ways I, I kind of uh kind of shut that down because I don't think that's really fair uh to the developers, right? Like that isn't this isn't necessarily uh this isn't trying to be a multiplayer game it's not it's it's not going for that kind of sandboxy gameplay type of thing it is going for looks like looks is a big part of what drives horizon halo i would say it it like looks still matter but it's not as high a priority for those developers they're trying to do a lot of different things with that engine uh and we're going to find out more when forge comes out but i want to derail that thing i just want to i want to get on the soapbox for a minute because it was an opportunity since i was arguing with my buddy that's a chance to kind of rant without without him ranting back hey, so just <laughs> just, want, just one thing to that point right like uh, yeah uh, i think it's one thing to say Yes, games are going for different things. And if um, they try to make Horizon a sandbox game the same way Halo is with all of those systems that are interplaying with each other and being able to go anywhere at any time, uh, it, you know, they, there would be concessions somewhere. Sure, yeah, I, somewhere. I get yeah. that. However, the basic mechanics of a grapple hook, when you play it, you're either going to say this feels right or is is or it doesn't. Fair, and if fair. you play Halo and you say, this is how a grappling hook is supposed to feel, I think that's a separate discussion from the game uh, writ large and what, what they're trying to do. Because you can you can pick up the grappling hook and say, this doesn't feel right. All right. And, okay. and you know that because it felt right in Halo. Yes, yes. Well, I, 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 I'm, I, 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 well, you know what? Let me bring you in on the conversation, Everborn. You haven't had a chance to play it. I, I, I know that you said you had limited to say about it, but I specifically want to talk about the grappling hook because, as you see, I, I just used it. What I in the in the five and a half hours, six hours that I've played, because I haven't had a chance to just sit down all day and play the game. It's just there's there's just too much to, in the in the real world to do. I'm trying to get in at it an hour, two hours at a time. Plus, I needed to record footage for the uh you know for the show one of the things that i i will say without a doubt is that the grappling hook in halo infinite felt like butter it it, it felt like where were you all of my life you know what i'm saying <laughs> and as someone that has uh who has now gone out of his way to experience rock climbing and mountain climbing with Aloy in some of the in areas where I probably don't even belong because some of the enemies just wiped me out because I'm 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 not supposed to be there, but I'm checking them out anyway because I, I like exploring. Um the grappling hook is there, but it's it has become absolutely useless. Like unless you see and you spot one of the spots where you can jump towards it. And actually hit X and have it grab on. There, there's, there's no free use of it now. Is that something that maybe changes? You know, thirty-five hours in, I, I don't think so. Um, I know that K is a little further than I am, and uh, I mean, it's, it again, it's, it's, it's a, it's a little nitpick. It's not that big of a deal, but 
to suggest that because Halo did it right and not to expect that in other games. I, I think that if you're, you're, you're sounding like a boob, so don't, don't, don't do that and defend something that could have been done better because someone else did it and it's not on your favorite platform. Don't, don't do that because we can't even have a conversation at that point. Um, but uh, have a born. What, what, are, what are your thoughts on the, the, the situation in the community that has been at large the last three days since uh, the game launched on Friday, that the bugs are pretty much a thing. Um, I mean, listen, and I and I, I got to keep the same energy, right? When people gave um, 343 all of this crap, right? I said we have to put on the big boy pants and we have to understand that like these are hardworking people. They put out a great product. Mm -hmm. I'm just looking at it right here. And the only reason I haven't played this yet is because I have not finished uh, Zero Dawn. And um, I was ready to just skip it and just get the recap from the beginning of this game. But I was advised against it. So I'm going to trudge through Zero Dawn, which I'm not having much fun with. I'm just trying to skip all those side quests and see the story so I can get to this. I'm very excited for this. That being said, um, I what I don't know that I appreciate is that, and I said this before, we always get logical when it comes to PlayStation games, right? So we get real logical and we understand the same thing that we tried to say with Halo. Hey, um, there's going to be some bugs. They're working on them. It'll get better. Uh, all I'm saying is Halo had some pop-in clouds and some uh, some texture popping and some blades of grass popping in, everybody lost their ever-loving minds. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. true. Lost their minds. Fruit. We have a lot. We have popping just from what I'm seeing right here, right? Just from there's the, the with the clips that I've seen, and everybody understands that as they should. The game is great and it's a lot, it's doing a lot of things. So if there's some pop in to deliver what I'm looking at on the screen right now, why let's put on the big boy pants and accept that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Technology is hard. And so so if you ever develop the game and you can develop something like this with no pop in, be my guest. Do that, right? But don't come when it's when it's Halo, don't get don't get your, your knickers in a bunch, <laughs> right? Don't start clutching pearls when it's Halo. <laughs> but when it's Aloy, now, now you get all reasonable and understandable. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. So I say we should be reasonable and understandable here. But the next time you see a game that's not on your favorite platform and it has that, how about you take an effing uh, chill pill? And I'm trying my best not to curse. Yeah, no, no. That's, that's a great, great point. He's right. Listen, He's 100% right. Listen, OBM, you got to bounce out of here, brother. Thank you yep. so much for joining us. Uh, obviously, we're going to have you back on again. Please, by all means, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can follow you on social media. But more importantly, check out your wares on You Had Me at Halo. Yeah, well, thank you again so much, Boom and panel. You guys are always so hospitable uh, when I do sneak in the back door. And uh, it's always a great time to to come and uh, see you. And by the way, I, I think Everborn... The word the word the kids use for what you were saying is like same energy something like yes that. yes, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> sorry that's it. so cool that's so cheesy but anyways um you know thanks for having me I do have to go pick up my 16 year old daughter from work uh you know because she doesn't have a car yet uh she's 
got to save up for that. <laughs> but uh, you can, if anybody wants to find me, <laughs> if anybody wants to find me, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, my handle's at mother, M-U-2-H-A underscore one. Uh, also, I am a senior editor over at Xbox Era. We'll be doing, we're working on a, a bunch of things behind the scenes. Uh, and I also, every other week, we have a Halo podcast. So if you are a Halo fan, join us every other week on a show called You Had Me at Halo, where, where we will you know cover each and every detail uh, <laughs> that's uh, that's available when it, uh, for Halo. And last week, we talked a lot about some of the, the Forge leaks and things like that. So uh, definitely some exciting things in the future, despite, obviously, some of the you know, frustrations with the community right now. But uh, once again, just want to say thank you guys. Always a great time and look forward to seeing you again soon. Nice, brother. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you the next time you jump in. We'll definitely be expecting you to uh, come and hang out and uh, love that you had uh, great opinions as always, brother. Take care and uh, we'll, we'll talk soon. Real All quick, right. before I bring in uh, Kay Asante in on the conversation, got to uh, shout out a couple of people. Dan Lazaro, Drops a very generous five dollars of chat and says, "Demon Souls, Returnal, Horizon, all had major bugs and bricked bricked systems. Quality control problems at Sony. No excuses. Indeed, that is the truth." Uh, Otaku drops not one but two, and the first one of five dollars says, "DualSense is just an iteration of the AHD Rumble on Switch that uh, and that doesn't get support." But people thought it would be different on the PlayStation 5. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I like the controller. I enjoyed it the way it was done with um, uh, Astrobot. It was really well done there. And they've taken a dump on it, so to speak. Horizon think, does think, use it. What's I, I that? think the problem with that is like, and this is not to toot Xbox's horn. It is just that until it becomes an industry standard, meaning everyone is supporting it, you're not going to see it fully utilized by these developers. Well, it's well like, then stop charging $10 for its use. Yes, 100%. I, I, yeah, I don't that's my problem. <laughs> yeah, and, I, 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 and, you know, and you're onto something because a lot of the, 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 the Sony chatter has been, oh, you're paying for use of the DualSense when I think we already paid for that because we bought the console. I shouldn't have to pay another $10. But again, we don't. We don't let's not go down that rabbit hole. Real quick, uh, uh, Otaku drops an additional $5 and says, PC gaming is a great experience when it works. But it's the worst <laughs> experience in the world when it doesn't, which is way more often than it should be. And cheer, cheer to that comment because my brother, me, damn Mitchell, it, can I get some love for PC players over here? <laughs> no, nope. Slomo's not in the chat tonight. You got no backup, buddy. <laughs> and uh, God, and, and uh, JC Claremore drops a very generous two dollars in the chat and says, Y'all talking Horizon Forbidden West, and I'm over here playing Medieval. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> medieval, the remake was actually freaking awesome. Mm. Um, Kay Asante, you have had a lot, you are pretty far in the game. Um, like me, you are quite enjoying it, um, but you're also well aware of the bug situation that has gripped social media. What are your thoughts on what? What are your experiences, and more importantly, what are your thoughts on the bugs that launched uh, very yeah. again on very unlike a Sony game? So okay, so I think I, I will be a bit more. I'll be a bit more lavish about this game than most have been, and I think between all of us, I put more time in it. Uh, yes, while we were you talking, have. Yeah. I put yeah. it. I turned on the remote play just to check. 
25 hours and counting. Jeez, I've been sick. Man. Wow. I, I have been sick this this last few days. So oh, my that's, wife that's has, been, true, yeah. has been nice to me. She's let me like rest up, and that means controller in hand. Rest while up in bed. means yeah. playing games. That's right. And, I, and and I've been remote playing on my on my my my, my uh, tablet. I've been remote playing whenever I'm not in front of my console. I'm still remote playing it. I can remote play it here. Uh, so I will split my 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 review, if you will, into two parts: the good and the bad. Right. And first off, the good. I love this game. The moment to moment, the combat. Every, if you liked the first one, they have iterated and made it better in almost every way possible. It is so much better than the first, so much deeper than the first. The 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 all the the complaints that folks had about the the stunted way that the people communicated. It is just insane how good humans look in this game, like insane. And yeah, the, I, the I, motion capture is sec is it's second, second to none. To none. The, the Decima yes. engine that's being oh, used wow. for this game yes. is proof positive that Sony has one hell of an engine it is to use on their outstanding. games. Outstanding. I posted and, and and this is this is a half good, half bad, because I need to shout out to Pixelbit G in the chat. He and I have been going over it. I posted a, a a shot of a couple of a couple of uh, of uh, characters in the game, and I said, "Look, you know, this is some of the best rendered black folks I've ever seen on in any game. Mm. Any so realistic, so accurate." And of course, Pixel had to come up with it and go, "But what about all them damn weird perms and and yeah, wigs? That, which is absolutely true." Chat that I do, absolutely true, <laughs> absolutely true. When they get it right, boy, it's out of the park. But then every once in a while, you're like. Who is this dude with this weird head like that just wig. does not? It's just crazy weird. I get it, but I just want to know all, who all has in the all, time for the conditioner and the perm. You know, in the, all in, in the all, if you look, <laughs> like, if you what, what look at doing? these characters, if you look at these characters, you will not find a better rendered person of color in any game. It is yeah, it, it, outstanding. It, it, it is. Gears of War. Gears of War. Oh no! I will give you Gears of War. I will give you Gears of War. But this beats it. And I love Gears of War 5. I do. With all my heart, I love it. This beats it. It's almost like they didn't even render it. They literally took an SM FMV shot of the person yeah. and put him in the in the game. Yeah. It is so realistic. It's insane. It's so good. Right? And and I will respectfully disagree with with uh, some of the the uh, with one aspect of what the, the Mr. Dutch was saying. I don't think they shot this at, for PS5 and then downscaled. I think they just got very good at PS4 and then upscaled after. Because no, no, it still that's runs that's righteous on the PS4. I think the, the effort was mainly on the PlayStation 4. Oh, to on get the 4. It to and then they, they tweaked it. They added peach fuzz to her face for the 5. You know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, you know? and then, but no. then, they, then they adapted for the PlayStation 5. That's right. To that's focused right. on the PlayStation yeah. 5. The yeah. story... So good. They're they're going to weird places. I, I'm I'm 24, 25 hours in, but I haven't like I haven't like really done much. I just go into the wilderness and like pick. Uh, I think I'm level seventeen right now. I find the biggest, baddest monsters, and I'm like, all right, let's do this, right? Yeah. You know, and 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 I am loving this game. I can't stop playing it. When I'm not nice. playing it, I'm thinking about it. I may have went and, and turned it on just to check the time and found myself trying to beat a beast or two while y'all were talking. I'm sorry. I'll admit that. That doesn't happen often, but this game has me hooked, okay? Now, I preface all of that to say, and this is exactly like, like Everborn likes to say, you know, anything anybody says uh, with all due respect after that, you shouldn't even pay attention with any of that all due respect. This is the good part, right? I loved all of that. But 
here are some of the bad parts, okay? I love this game, but there are certain decisions that were made that are very cringy and very questionable, okay? Uh, another part of the, the fact that I love, and I love this game, it's got a bit of a white savior complex, forgive me, un unpopular opinion, you know? The world has re restarted, everyone's there, there's all these people in the wilderness, bow and arrows, spears, they got dreads all over the place, and who's gonna save the day? The girl with the, with the, with the red hair, and, and it is an unpopular opinion. I still love the game, but clearly that whole white savior complex thing is definitely on display in this game. That's neither here nor there. Main issue I have, the bugs are very much there. Hitboxes are there. You know, you, um, a boom, should not be be feeling bad about missing sh uh, potentials over and over and over and over again because that keeps happening. Happened yeah. to me many a times. Over and over and over and over again. You're very close, and then uh, you fall through. The 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 hook shot, the the grappling hook is really the problem with the grappling hook is the fact that Halo showed up. Because if Halo yeah. had not showed up. This would be way better than it was before. Oh, you can traverse the world way more than you could. Like there's a there's a cool little trick you can do where when your grapple shot is 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 grabbed and as soon as you're almost about to make it to your destination, you, you have hit to press the, the O, you, you, you shoot hit the up. O and you shoot way up. Yeah. That's very cool. Like there are certain sequences where you can do that multiple times. Like one shot to another shot to another and you're just like traversing really high up places. Very cool, right? But of course, we don't live in a vacuum. We live in a world where Halo Infinite has redefined what a grappling hook yeah. is. And, and a lot of the times end, I found I was missing those button button prompts, Kay. Yeah. And I and again, I, I thought it was me. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm going to be 52, so the skills you. are not the same as as I was 25. It's not you. But, it's the game. Listen, yeah, is it is it game. possible? And I'd say mm -hmm. to because I see you know you got a lot of pushback about the and take Halo out of it. You you don't okay. have to, but take Halo out of it for a second. Okay. Is it possible that maybe the grappling hook needs tuning? And, no. And no, people, I think it works great. People, I really well, no, I mean, it's not working for Boom, right? No, no, but, but you have to understand. You can't, look, Boom played, Boom played the greatest grappling hook game ever, as did I. And now, <laughs> and now, if, look, I played Halo Master Chief Collection for like three to five years since Infinite has come out. I cannot play old Halo games anymore. Why? Yeah, it's because hard. that grappling hook changed the game, bro. It does. That's yeah. what it you know is, what though? Right? I mean, it's not just Halo too. I mean, there was a there was an excellent grappling hook in Batman seven years ago. True, yeah. but even so, like, even that, that as well. I mean, it's but not even like it's that a new grappling concept. hook was not Halo. That was not Halo level grappling hook. Like no, but Halo I mean, it was has still... defined something. Has really but, I mean, changed something. Right. Yes. So I'm I I will not contend that it's a bad grappling hook implementation. I'm just saying that they went a half step when Halo just redefined the whole damn game. Yeah. When it comes to that. Right. And because of that, since it's so close to Halo, people see grappling hook and they go, Oh, whoa, it's Halo, you know, we, we got Halo grappling hook. And it's definitely not that. But and you have to but, be very specific with your Halo, with your grapple shot in this game in order for it to be as useful. Whereas in Halo, it could be your saving grace at any moment. Oh my God, yeah, about but, to fall. Boom. Yeah. I'm good. I, it's not question, the same here. My question to you and Boom though mm -hmm. is does it need to be so precise or should does it is it is there a world where it may require some tuning so you don't have to be so precise no, but, with but see, what, the reason the reason and i don't why know because i haven't played it yet i'm just yeah the reason why your question is not is not valid is because it's not the grapple shot itself it's where you can hit 
the the, the destination of it because the, I, the I rebel think the, hook will come out whenever you want it to right but they it have just, only just, specific parts of the world where that grapple shot will actually connect yeah but and okay, that's but i think the, where but, the problem which lies. means they would have to re-engineer the entire world and put a bunch of more no, like but I don't, I don't think so. Spots. That's not that's not what I'm saying. Are I'm you saying, talking about the effectiveness of its of how it works? Right, because I I'm watching the clips of Boom mm -hmm. play this, and he's trying to hit the thing. So what I'm thinking is, hey, since it's only it's not it doesn't work like Halo where you could grapple anything, but mm -hmm. it is specific spots. So if I'm close to this specific spot, shouldn't it instinctively know how right. to go there, whether your aim was as precise or not? Yeah, the hitbox is extremely small. Yeah, it's extre yeah. extremely small. That's yeah. true. And, and, and you know the reason why that is? It's because the uh, specifically with Halo, it was used for traversal. And this is used for some traversal and puzzle solving. They don't want to make it easy on you. They don't want you to know you can use that there until you figure out that you can use that there. So making it easier would then like break certain puzzles. Like there are certain puzzles where certain instances where the grapple shot is what you need to pull something from a location to be able to get something somewhere else, but you need to figure that out, right, in the game world. And if you make it easier to get your grapple shot out off anytime, it makes it easier to make those puzzles. Like to, to it lowers the barrier of difficulty for those puzzles mm -hmm. a little bit. And I don't think they wanted to do that. But needless to say, right, all that, all that said, it's still a pretty decent implementation. And I honestly suspect that, you know, over time, you'll see some tweaking happening because people have spoken and you, I'm pretty sure Gorilla's paying close attention to all this, right? I am, I'm pretty sure they are playing. So you're gonna start seeing quietly some some bug bug fixes here and there. The popping is egregious. It like, is. and yeah. I'm not talking about popping grass. I'm talking about a whole damn skyscraper just pops into Jeez. view in front of your face. Yes. Right? I don't yeah. have a problem with like I, I posted uh, what my pop my odd bug where I was fighting one of these these uh, monsters, and basically you have a you have a moment where you you have a, a a fighting stance, right? You beat him and you have the fighting stance. And what normally happens is after the, after the fight is over, Aloy drop puts her her weapon away and goes back to a normal stance. In this instance, she would not put her weapon away and go back to a normal stance. So every time I move around, I'm literally skating and sliding over sand. And I had to, mm. you know, you I try to jump, it won't work. Try to drop a drop a uh, one of the traps, it blew up right on me as soon as I did so, right? So Long story short, I had to reset my game in order for yep. that to happen. Right? Yeah, Another... I had a, I had an enemy that I had gotten down to um, almost death, the, the end of the health, mm -hmm. and and at some point he became invincible, and he okay. wouldn't attack me. Mm -hmm. He would just keep walking, and uh -huh. I kept hitting, 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 and what wound up happening? I had yeah. to wind up resetting as well. Yep. Yeah, just things, things of that nature. Yep. Yeah. Another instance in the game where. And this has been in part of the marketing. I won't. I won't spell like spoil anything for anybody. But at some point, you get like your your. There's a meter that uh, once you get more mature with the weapons, there's a meter that gets almost full. And then when it's full, it's you like have a, a short term. Yes, a super. Yeah, a short term amount of super. And depending on what what suit you're wearing, whether you're a hunter or this or that, it gives you different capabilities within that super. Right. One of them requires for that short amount of time, whatever however long that is. She put she put some paint on her face and it gives her abilities in that moment for that time to do the super you're doing. I got a bug where the, the moment came, she put the paint on, the moment came and left and the paint would not go away. And the whole game 
until I reset it, you know, emotional moments, this moment, that moment, heartfelt moments. You look at her and she's still got that weird green and <laughs> yeah. on her face. You know? and, and when you reset it, it goes back to normal. Now, others have had far more egregious issues, right? Others, have, as you guys have aptly pointed out, game breaking, yep. potentially console breaking, you know, and that's uh, um, for those who may not be be understanding about the the, the way the, the footage looks on Boom's uh, uh, on Boom's footage here. That is not a game issue. That is a PlayStation issue. They need to fix their HDR, and because yeah. they don't fix their HDR, sometimes game footage comes out washed out. Yeah. This is all part and parcel of the experience at this point, right? I, I I had a few folks tell me, well, you know, you're playing day one. What do you expect, bro? I'm playing day one. Y'all y'all charged me the money you charged me. I paid for the game I paid for, and and as you've heard me say, I love this game. I'm gonna continue to play this game. Yeah, but me I too. Have every right to also say, hey, hey, you know, Gorilla, Fix as much stuff. as I love you guys, you know, and, and they're from my, where I basically grew up in the Netherlands. That that's my home team. I love them. But this is a problem. First game had zero bugs day one. This game is bug ridden. We have to be honest with it. You know, it is bug ridden. So my review is it's a strong game. If 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 you guys haven't caught the FOMO of gotta play it day one, wait a little bit. Right. Yeah. Remember, you always have to remember you can always buy this on the PS4 and then get the PS PS5 upgrade. And if you give it a little time, that PS4 version won't even be 60 bucks. It might be 40, it might be 30. It might be. And you get yeah. the PS5 version. So, but it is definitely definitely required gaming if you own if if you own any PlayStation uh, console. I, I this game yeah. is amazing. It really it is, is in my opinion. Real quick before we get to Wandering Dutch Mag, you got to get on yes. out of here, brother. You got to meet and get to. Thank you so much for being here, brother. Of course. Brand. Tell people where they can check you out on social media and what else you got going on. Uh well, you know, it's a little quiet right now because I'm still trying to get my uh still trying to get my sea legs with uh with the new job and stuff, right? So I've been a little bit quieter on Twitter and that kind of thing. But don't worry, guys. I'm still there and I'll be back better than ever. I just need a little bit of time to, you know, balance the ship, so to speak. But anyways, guys, it was a great show. I don't want to derail it. I'm just gonna say goodbye. You guys know where to follow me on Twitter. You're already following me on Twitter. So guys, have a great week. Panel, you guys are amazing. I'll see you guys. We'll talk in the chat, of course. Boom. Absolutely. Thanks for the show, of course. And I'll see you guys all next week. Nice, brother. Def, right. def, thanks for Later, joining boys. us, brother. We'll see you next week for sure. Wandering Dutch, uh, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Uh, you've heard uh, everyone uh, talk about the bugs. Uh, I, I know that there are a subset group of people that say, why should you talk about bugs? Because this game is amazing. But I think that as much as we've talked up the game, uh, we also have to be like, well, you know, there are some issues. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, as a, as a paying consumer, regardless of what your preference of platform is, you're still a paying consumer and you've got every right to complain um, in a productive manner about the state of a game. Um, obviously, we all agree that across every platform, there's people who will complain and complain and complain, but not in any kind of productive manner. And by that, I mean they just attack the developers. Um, this is broken, user useless, this is broken, death threats follow, this is data, data, data. that's not productive, that's not going to help the issue. Um, complaints in a productive manner state what the issue is, when that issue occurred, and obviously uh, what they can potentially do to try and get around it, if you have those particular <laughs> that knowledge to do so. Um, however, providing them with all the relevant information regarding 
um, bugs and issues is only going to help make the game better. And if you love the game, like Asante does, um, he's not going to stop playing it, but it's certainly going to detract from his overall enjoyment if these bugs aren't going to be alleviated, um, of course, going forward. And we, we've seen this. Prime example, Cyberpunk. We have to revert to it every time. But prime example, Cyberpunk. That game, I was lucky enough to play that with very little issues when it launched um, on Series X, all the way through to final completion. Um, it wasn't that state for the previous gen. It was literally unplayable on the previous generations. Um, on, on PlayStation, pretty much unplayable. On PC, unless you were pretty high-end, it was pretty much unplayable. Um, it really, it, and, and the, the flack that they caught for that was right, but it was pointed in the wrong direction. Um, the developers themselves came out and said, we didn't want to release it, it wasn't ready, but we were told we had to release it, so this is as good as it can be. Um, on Horizon's front, I don't understand why people assume as well that developers are going to be angry if you tell them that there's bugs in the game, which is what I, it seems to, to come across as people that are, are wholeheartedly defending these these plastic boxes and, and these corporations seem to think that these developers are going to be offended if you tell them that their game has an issue with it. They're not. What they want is for you to have the best experience possible. And if you're going to assist them with rectifying issues that are preventing that, then they're going to be all the more um, happy to have you on board and helping them better themselves as developers. Um, some of these things, and some people don't realize as well, in a development um, uh, in a development kind of area, some of these things do not present themselves until they go live. Um, a lot of issues and bugs only occur once the product is live and it's in actual players' hands. Uh, and that is when you have to do a lot of the bug fixing anyway. Sometimes the scenarios just don't occur in testing. Like They could have went through X, Y, and Z amount of testing and it just wouldn't have occurred. And then when it gets into the live player base and you've got tens of millions of people playing the game, then issues start to crop up and more issues start to crop up and then hardware issues crop up. Because as much as people like to think that every bit of hardware that is mass manufactured is all on par, they're not. Every bit of hardware still has its own little frequencies that aren't quite the same as another barn and uh, the, some of the diodes might not be correct, some of the solder points might not be correct. It could be literally anything to do with the circuitry on some machines where it's not performing as well as other machines. And there's a lot of underlying factors that we, can cause... We did hear issues. yield issues in the beginning, yep. so that makes sense, yeah. Underlying issues on hardware itself that can cause certain people to have issues that others do not. There's a lot of stuff that goes into this, and, and those are the, the factors that they have to account for when they're doing development. Um, but also post-development. And this is why we talk about in a digital world, it's a lot easier now for them to roll out these patches. If if these games were to have released years ago, when there weren't live patches or weren't day one patches or month one patches, etc., where they can proactively fix these things and make the game better over time, we'd be stuck with these broken games forever. And there's nothing you could do about it. There would be absolutely nothing you could do about it. Once it's broken, it's broken. And that was the death of some franchises because these games could not be patched. They could not be fixed. It would take a complete re-release of the game in another form in order to get the game out in the intended intended kind of practice in the first place. Um, 
what I've, uh, I've I've played very little of the game so far, um, but I have played a little bit of it. it obviously, it's it is a beautiful game. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Um, it, it does have some some performance issues across the board, though, um, and some graphical issues um, in performance mode that a lot of people seem to try and downplay, and that is the shimmering uh, effect when you're kind of moving the camera around. Um, it has very much to do with still using the checkerboard rendering. And again, this is why I'm saying that performance issues are solely down to the fact that this is most definitely a cross-gen title. And you can see that in the the, the the issues that they're having with the fidelity on performance mode. If they're only focused on one platform and had a performance mode on just PlayStation uh, 5 versus PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. I don't think you would have had the shimmering issues. I don't think you would have had the performance issues. I think oh, Dutch, well, I yeah. would like to also add one more bit of criticism to my mix here while you're talking about this. Yes. So as and, and the shimmering, I have not noticed as much because luckily I've been playing on, a, on an LG OLED black screen. Yes, it, you can see it a bit, but in performance mode and, and believe it or not, I find that quality mode is like uh, I've, oddly enough i've been playing this at 30 frames instead of 60. for some yeah. reason the the graphics really lend to that and you don't need to be speeding through things so i oh, find yeah. it's beautiful right so the, the the shimmering has not been so much of an issue because as i said i've been playing it also on here but here's the weird thing to play it on here right i can't use this i have no. to use this yeah my dual shock 4 yeah to play this ps5 game <laughs> Yep. Because the dual shot, the dual sense won't allow me to pair because it's got Bluetooth, but it won't allow me to pair to the thing to play another the PS5 ridiculous game. Uh, development I ideology. Ridiculous. I, I, yeah. But please I continue. I, pa I need I need no, to no, keep beating right. that drum until somebody hears me. This is ridiculous. Why do I keep yeah. this around? It is. It but is. Okay. It's, it's things that the PlayStation haven't really thought through correctly and haven't implemented. Um, much like again. Wanting to have their games on PC, but then not implementing dual sense features for the PC games, or at least mm. most of them. Um, why? Why not? If you've got this controller that you've spent all this R and D on, you want more people to experience it. So just let the features work. If you're gonna, if you specifically, if you're gonna try and expand that player base over to PC, and they're using dual sensors on the PC, then let them use the dual sense on the PC properly, not just as a as a a gimmicky upgraded version of a PlayStation 4 controller. Like, what? What? It makes no sense. It's just a larger PlayStation 4 controller at that point. <laughs> um, but, and much to boom, you mentioned it before, of, of course, with that but poor girl who uh, his PlayStation 5 is completely brick now as well. Um, but the cloud save thing as well is, is obscene, locking cloud saves behind a paywall. Like yeah. That should be the most basic of things. It's not like a big amount of cloud. Like in terms of cloud saves, you need the best part of maybe is a gig worth of of information there to to house your cloud saves on. You don't need a lot. All it is is a save state. Yes, it's nothing more than that. It's a couple of hundred yeah. kilobits. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean. So one gig worth of cloud saves, and you hold you're holding that a ransom behind. Like I've got countless games on mine. I'm on PS Plus. Do you know how how much of a percentage? I've used in cloud saves one percent. Yeah, like uh, you know when uh, you're really gonna feel this when they get rid of the paywall when they get rid of Xbox Live Gold. Mm. Yeah, and that's 100%. coming. 
Yeah. Uh, I've had I've had a 360 cloud saves have been there since 360 days, including the Xbox One, yeah, including the exactly. Series X. It's, I have it's... almost a thousand games. It hasn't had more than what? A hundred meg? Barely. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's egregious. What, what would yeah. solve them with the with the the issue that they have with this whole save state file transfer rubbish that they've got on PlayStation Four, PlayStation Five, Universal Cloud Saves? You know why this cross generation thing works for for Microsoft and this Play Anywhere stuff works? Because it's all one ecosystem. When you've logged yeah, in, you've built your saves are there. Yeah. Yes, that's it. You just download the saves and play. Yep. It's on none of this save to your hard drive, upload to the next one, blah, yep. blah, blah, blah. What's the... F- Look at what happened to Cyberpunk, right? Yeah. Even though they give it to you for free, guess what? you got to download a whole different SKU. It's Weird. unbelievable. And yeah. then upload your one save to the... Like, just build the right infrastructure. Let you upgrade what you have, right? So then, but, exactly. but then, of course, that, that, that does not afford you the ability to charge people $10 to be able to use the remote control you paid for with the thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. maybe they, they, they're not, you know, quick to go do that. But it's unfortunate. On a positive note, though, to finish on a positive note, the game, of mm-hmm. course, is absolutely gorgeous. Obviously, mm-hmm. you mentioned there it's, it's on the, uh, the uh, Decima engine, um, which obviously has been refined. Now, you've seen what the Decima engine was, was capable of in... In a different way, when we see in uh, Death Stranding, uh, of course, the, the fidelity and the level of detail in Death Stranding, um, specifically on PC, is is phenomenal. Um, and you see that that kind of engine put into use in in this game. Um, but then, on an even better note, there, this is still a cross generational game. This isn't as good as this engine can be. Um, when they start to let go of the reins of the previous generation, and I hope that's sooner rather than later. Um, you're going to start seeing these these engines really put to work um, and really unleashed because um, this isn't the best this game can be. It's beautiful. It's granted, it's absolutely beautiful, but there's still some fundamental basics that they haven't got right yet. Um, you've looked at the foliage there. You can run through the amount, the same amount of foliage as you want, but it's not going anywhere. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it wobbles a little bit, but that's about it. Like look at that. <laughs> you can see it through gameplay. It's not doing anything. Like that's that's engine limitations. Um, but it, it's something that can be changed if you're focusing on one game um, and you can actually refine it. So when you go over it, it tramples down. You know, it's some of these things, these little extras really add to the immersion of a game. And these are the things that I would look forward to seeing in the next iteration, the next game of, of Horizon. Um, overall, though, it's, it is a great game. It has its issues. They do need ironed out. Um, PlayStation and Xbox fans, regardless of who've bought the game, you're still a paying consumer. If you notice issues, call it out. Um, do it in a constructive manner. Don't give the developers um, a hard time in terms yeah, of... Unnecessarily. Uh, yeah, unnecessarily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, don't do it that way. Um, obviously, be good about it. The hard-working developers, they really care about this game. They've put a lot of work into getting this out as, as beautiful as it is now with a great story and great combat. Um just make sure it's all done in a very constructive manner. Um, that goes for any any time you buy anything, regardless how big or small the game is. But specifically when it comes out like this, um, there are obviously factors behind us to why some of these things are happening. So help them understand it yep. and fix it to improve. Um, but yeah, it's it's obviously a great game. It's it's going to be going up there. Uh, it's potential already a potential game of the year candidate yep, for this year. Hundred percent. It's my um, it's my current in the game of the year. I know we're early in, but this is certainly at the top of the yeah, list for it's me. It's a great start to twenty twenty two. Put it that way. Yeah, um, absolutely. And obviously, you've still got the Souls guys are still going to be vying for Elden Ring uh, kind of this mm-hmm. week. 
Um, and then following that, you've you've still got um, potentially got a ball later on in the year. And following that, you've got Starfield and Redfall and things. There's lots of games to come and obviously third-party games as well. Um, so it's going to be a great year. But please, all I say is I'll just reiterate, help them fix the game and make it as good as it can be. Don't give them unwarranted hate. Um, be constructive with your criticisms and, and help them make the game as good as it can be. Because yeah. it deserves yeah. it. It's a great game. They yeah. put a lot of time into. Absolutely, it's yeah. a testament to their to their engineering team yes. and their artists. Yeah, man, yeah. this game is beautiful. Like, it, is, it is definitely a looker for sure. It's probably yeah. it's, it's probably one of the best uh, PlayStation looking games to date. And uh, like I said, it, they'll they'll get to the bugs. But like mm-hmm. I said, I, I thought it was an important conversation to have today that you can praise the game, but you also can be. Uh, have constructive criticism without being called a fanboy, which is preposterous. But real quick, Vic the Click drops a five dollar <laughs> super chat and says, "Conspiracy theory here, folks. Maybe Sony left those bugs in there so Jim Ryan can push the narrative that free upgrade hinders the game." <laughs> That's, that is and imagine funny. imagine a bug that only shows up on the on the version you upgraded for free. That I know ever born to be, be happy about that. You know what? That would be pretty ridiculous. But listen, let's get everyone out no of here. No comment. We're, two, we're, two, we're 2.19 into it. I want to thank our, sketch, our special guest all uh, from Xbox era. Uh, one bad mother hung out with us. Obviously, Mag, you heard him. He's on out of here. Let's get the rest of the crew out of here. We'll start first, of course, with Kay Asante. You're not feeling, brother, feeling good, brother, but I'm glad you were here to drop your righteous smoke as always. <laughs> By all means, sell your brand. Tell them where people can come back and see you this Saturday. And where can people reach out to you and potentially strike up a conversation on social media? Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me once again. Uh, as you can tell by the vocal cords, I'm not exactly at 100%. A lot of muting and coughing going on, but it is what it is. It's not the Rona. Calm yourselves. Anyway, <laughs> so thank you so much. Uh, we didn't have a show last week. You know, I was I was a little under the weather. Hopefully this week I'm, I'm, I'm planning on putting on a show. Uh, I actually think that I will be a guest, unless something changes work-wise, I will be a guest on the World of Gaming with with Mr. Boxenberger this Thursday at 3 p.m. So unless, you know, my bosses decide to hijack my day, I will be on there talking gaming with the man. It's going to be awesome. Nice. Yes. And also this Saturday, we're hoping to bring the gaming circle back. We have a very interesting guest lined up. We're hoping to to get some solidification, but you'll probably hear more about that on on Wednesday. I want to bring more diverse voices in here and... And this, and this person will hopefully, you know, be able to, to, to make it and we'll, we'll make that happen. It's going to be real fun. So it, it's real cool. You can find me, as you, as you always, as you see on the screen there, TKO Asante on Twitter, Xbox, PlayStation. You know, uh, uh, if you follow me, I definitely follow you back. I enjoy having communi- uh, uh, conversations with the community. So, you know, I'm, I'm always, like, posting something ridiculous and getting into conversations with folks. And I appreciate you guys who always want to uh, engage with me. So Excellent. please, Saturday, uh, um, the Gaming Circle Podcast, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will see you guys next week, I'm sure. Yeah, thank you, brother. Definitely feel better, and we'll be talking for sure. Mm-hmm. Everborn Saga, by all means, sell your brand. Tell them what you got going on. And when is the next Kickstarter starting? Next Kickstarter is going to be a couple of months because I want to have the actual novel, like proper novel, mm, okay. uh, ready for that. But... Uh, the Redlands, if you didn't get in on the last Kickstarter, is going to be launched in 
in the coming days. So uh, look out for that. We will be uh, sending out those Kickstarter rewards very soon too. I just submitted the uh, files to the uh, printer and uh, digital rewards are going to be going out soon. So uh, keep your eye on EverbornSaga.com if you want to get a hold of the Redlands. And we are working on the next um, series that we're going to launch, The Remnant, which will be a comic alongside a novel. So we're going to uh, uh, release the novel and adapt the comic sort of one chapter at a time. So uh, nice. big things happening on that front. But uh, check out EverbornSaga.com and check me out uh, on Everborn Saga on Twitter. And uh, on Saturdays, the Gaming Circle podcast, uh, I will be with my brother over here with the beard, uh, the one that's not tied up. Uh, <laughs> uh, on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. and I'm trying to get uh, on the reel back. And I think uh, I think this uh, Saturday I'll be on the Shop Podcast, and I might be doing something Friday with uh, Infinite Umbra. Um, and I might be doing something with uh, Xbox University on Saturday as well. So it's gonna be a busy weekend podcasting for me. So yes, we'll see. definitely sounds busy, brother. But listen, great to have you as always. Love, love the uh, the, the knowledge you bring to each conversation. And of course, we'll see you back here next week. And last and no way least, Dutch, uh, Dutch, please sell sell your brand. Tell them where they can check you out this Wednesday. What you got going on? Also. And where can people reach out to you and strike up a conversation with the best beard in the business? Yes, most definitely, most definitely. Thank you again. Awesome, awesome evening again with an awesome pangolin, of course. Uh, I'm going to say, I would say a guest, but he's not a guest anymore. He's he really a, is not. He's just a crazy uncle that got a key. OBM, of course, we're speaking about there. Um, he's just a, an, a, an extended panel member at this point. Um, no, awesome show again this evening. Awesome chat. Um, of course, keeping it respectful, which is awesome to see, um, and, and great discussions. You can find me, of course, in the usual places on Twitter at Wondering Dutch and at YouTube at Wondering Dutch, the home of the Midweek Mixer podcast, where we have returned this week on Wednesday um, for our next show, uh, where we will be discussing, of course, Horizon Forbidden West impressions, um, alongside two of the bigger and better known names in the PlayStation community with both uh, BitCloud joining nice. our panel now on a permanent basis. Um, and of course, Mr. Badbit is joining nice. his guests. So two big PlayStation voices talking about the PlayStation greatness. Um, of course, Mr. Boom alluded to this at the start of the show. The Community Indie Showcase does return in April and work has begun. And uh, We've got a, a whole host of awesome content creators already lined up, including Mr. Boomstick, of course, Lord Cognito, uh, Thistle Do Gaming, um, Ains from Season Gaming, Boxing Burger, TQ Asante, of course, Gamers Watch Crew, Mav from Fun Speculation, uh, and more um, to be announced. But uh, awesome show. Um, can't wait to get it all together and get working with everybody again to get this awesome show out of people. Um, it's going to be more, about two hours again of awesome indie goodness. Excellent. Um, and of course, um, as usual, um, we will have uh, potentially a couple of surprises, maybe some some teasers for games that have yet, yet to be announced. Nice. Uh, and some giveaways. Um, so it'll be awesome. Yeah, we're looking forward to what you did. You pulled it off last year. Last year's was amazing. It was great. I was very excited to be a part of it. And, of course, I'm very honored to be asked back to uh, assist in that once again. It's always great to help the indies, uh, you know, get some, uh, you know, some space with all of these big AAA 
games that take up a lot of the conversation. And some of the indie games that released last year were some of the best we've seen in almost a decade. Uh, last year was the year of indies for sure, and uh, it just was it was just a, a great time to play. But listen, folks, thank you for Tune being next here. Next month, what's Keep that? Your eyes out. Tune Ooh, in next yeah. month. Oh, I, I, I dude, I, I can't wait. Game Pass too, which is even better. Um, but listen, folks, thank you so much for being here, supporting Double Barrel Gaming. Hopefully, you can tune in this Thursday for the first episode of X Vlog Live, the fourth show coming back to Double Barrel Gaming, and our first guest being the one and only Jez Corden of Windows Central, and of course, the Xbox Two podcast. Now, I'm going to throw it out there Randolph has been under the weather. I'm hoping that we can get Rand to come and join us. Normally, it's a one-on-one, but to get the to make it an Xbox Three podcast would be pretty cool. We'll see, but definitely, Jez has confirmed that he will be here, and we're going to be talking up Xbox. Got some big questions for Jez that hopefully he will be able to answer. Uh, but thanks again for being here. Obviously, thank you so much for the support in regards to Super Chats and channel membership that continue to come in. Uh, big uh, Again, that, that helps us do the big giveaways that we've done in the past. We will continue. And, of course, I'll close out the show with something that is important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day it will be important to you. And that's something that my uh, dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, son, treat others how you want to be treated. And also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, you're going to have. An awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Primetime Gaming with Mr. Boomstick and Friends.